Hey guys, welcome to episode 33 of the IVG podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Rishi. I'm Sam. And this is the E3 special. Yes, yeah. it's going to be a long one. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be really long. So get ready. We might end this in 2016 when your games actually come out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So Sam, what are we starting with today? So we're going to go in this in the order of the press conferences as they happen. So first up, we have got Bethesda, which was yeah. which is their first ever pot, uh, first ever uh, press conference, and it was it was the best of them all, I think, for me. Uh, I think it had the least filler. It was personally, yeah. I have yeah. other like. I think the other ones were, some of them were better, but it had the least filler and it was an amazing yeah. first conference for them. Yeah. And they actually showed like, here's Doom gameplay, here's yeah. this gameplay, like yeah. that's it, yeah. done. I think they knew how to manage expectations really well, uh, especially with what they did with, with Doom. In fact, the, to me, that especially the gameplay was really nice, it looked really good. Yeah. And come on man, any game where you can, you know, uh, put your hand down the throat of a demon and put a grenade is worth yeah there was a lot of good mix of yeah. of some really really uh, crazy weapons yeah. and some really really like gory melee yeah. melee finishers as well yep. and they and also used the original they like had a remix of the original doom song from the first map of the original doom game okay. yeah. which played in the background and like they had that tune yeah. but like the it did look a lot better than doom 3 for sure like i think they're trying to go back to the classic yeah. Doom, at least with the maps and stuff. But I think the overall look of it, it looked a little bland. Like it had this full orange look throughout yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it did have that very samey brownish look and even the hell level that they showed later on where yeah. you actually go in hell, even that looks similar to what they sh- what the earlier level was. So it didn't seem... Very the colour scheme needs to be a little better. Yeah, the vari- there wasn't much variation in, yeah. the, in, the, in the art style. Uh, the, the, yeah, well, which is kind of true. But you guys also have taken into account that the game has been through literally the hell yeah i mean it's been canned a few times they've switched technology several times yeah uh right now this I is think it takes six it takes six or as they're calling it internally six 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 yeah so uh it's 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 going to be an it, it, to finally see that it's a uh, that it's a seed in public in, in a form that's actually playable it's it's a it's a welcome sign and even more that we have a release window which is more than you can ever say for any doom game in the past yeah which used to be what you'll get it when it's done yeah so yeah and they showed multiplayer which is the arena style quake yeah. style yeah. multiplayer which is very fast paced agreed uh, which is and there's cool. the the doom snap map thing which is really cool yeah. because yeah. doom has an amazing community on pc like even yeah. for the first two games where people are still modding and people are yeah. still creating custom maps and all that and here they said you can share it and it'll be cross-platform yeah and through bethesda's oh bethesda has a new DRM system, I guess we yeah, could call it, it maybe. Actually, yeah. details are sketchy. Bethesda.net, right? Yeah, yeah, but details are sketchy. I mean, on one part, it seems like uh, to be their version of Origin or Steam, but for their own games, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, it also just seems like one place for the entire community to hang out. Now, I don't know, man. I mean, it can go either way. Details are scarce. It could be like WB Play, which is... Just yeah. like an ID system or like Rockstar. No, actually, Rockstar Social Club is DRM. Yeah. But like WB, like yeah, Konami has, also has one. Yeah. yeah. Konami Pass so or it just seems Konami like ID. one of the many, but yeah. we don't know till now. But what's really nice is, yeah, I do agree. Snap, Snap app looked really good. And for someone who who likes playing multiplayer but isn't that good at it, I think I'll actually spend more time creating maps considering how easy it is to I make. think they're also throwing in like options to have to have co-op, co-op, uh, uh, co-op matches in, yes. in Snap yes. Map, right? Yeah. So, yes, which yes. is pretty cool. And also, uh, the end of the teaser, they actually had a Cyber Demon and the BFG 9000. Yeah. Dude, that was the best <laughs> thing ever. Well, very well presented. Nice tease, basically. Like, yeah. it got everyone excited for the game. Yeah. So, the so game is coming next spring 2016. Yeah. And we, yeah. like, we still don't have a date for the beta 
Nikita, which is a little sad. But no, but I, I think I, I think we will probably if they're going to do Spring 2016, it's safe to say a beta will probably happen early next year. The beta came with Wolf, uh, Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein yeah. New Order yeah. pre-orders yeah. Yes, or the sure. first print, yes, basically. Yes, sure. So that was there, but uh, also of interest was Dishonored Two. Yeah, which, which is a bit of a surprise. Were you expecting it? Like we, yes. like we mentioned that there will be a remaster on yeah. the first game. Yeah, but yeah. we weren't sure whether they'd have a. Yeah, so so the remaster yeah. was leaked a while ago, and they, yeah. there have been rumors of, of a second Dishonored, which I mean kind of makes sense because at the end of the day, the first one sold really well, got a lot of critical acclaim. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and there were a lot of surprises on this one. Uh, yeah. Especially if you've played the first game. I haven't actually, so I don't... So, yeah. I haven't either, so the definitive edition is day one for me. <laughs> Shameless people. No, but, uh, so, so, so for those of you who aren't in the loop, I'm guessing there are more because Sam and Mike haven't played it. Uh, Dishonored is a... Uh, Dishonored took place in uh, a, a cool steampunk world which had really nice elements of magic and the occult and, you know, had you uh, playing as this, I'd like to call him a supernatural hitman called Koro who could, uh, you know, uh, teleport between uh, between platforms and uh, stab stab uh, stab soldiers in the back and stuff like that. Uh, but what was really cool was the, the the way to play. It seemed a lot like Deus Ex in the sense that you could go super violent or you could just skulk around. So it had that nice sense of balance, and the world was impeccable. I mean, the, the way they created that world, it, it and the way and the way it left you nice notes uh, through uh, which which expanded on the story in the background was really cool. So. Yeah, I mean the sequel pro- promises the more of that because the the one of the studio heads is Harvey Smith who worked on yeah. the first Deus Ex, which yeah. is god tier in my opinion. Yeah. And they showed some really nice stuff. Uh, 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 they showed off you playing as a new character, Emily. If you've played the first game, you know why she's important and why it's a big deal that you get to play as her in this game. Yeah. Uh, in and in addition to that, the they they started off with 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 a narrator who sounded like the outsider. The outsider in the first game was this kind of shadowy demigod kind of guy who gives you powers and stuff so and then there was some really nice uh there was this really nice section which had uh your your cat uh, had had emily uh, up against a bunch of robots in in, in a form of it's what seemed like fencing so it was basically cg though it was yeah it was cg yeah. but uh they're looking at a 2016 release date and i actually watched the youtube uh, post show yeah. interview with harvey smith yeah. and what they were saying is that even though there's two characters there's first of all there's no co-op yes and secondly the way the way the game works is to, to a point in the game you'll play as uh either character yeah. and then you have to pick one at one point and you yes. can play the whole game with that one character which is which actually builds upon what they did with dishonored in the first game uh if you if you're a complete asshole and tried killed every tried killing everything in your general direction the last few levels became insanely tough. You needed to in the last few levels, you, you uh, the the enemy security would tighten up. Infiltrating bases became really tough, and you needed to really be at your A game to beat that. But if you played it stealthily and if and if you uh, took a more uh, uh, non-violent pacifist stance, it ended up being a lot easier. So it's nice to see them playing around with that combination. But yeah, Harvey Smith and they were saying here as well that you can play the whole game without killing anyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Harvey Smith yeah. said that you can do whatever you want and like. Yeah, we, we, which is really cool because the first time I remember in the first game, uh, if you didn't kill anyone in the first, I think five or ten levels, you get this achievement called surgical, which is like you know you didn't kill anyone, so here's a trophy for it. So <laughs> it should be fun. Yeah. 
But Dishonored Definitive Edition is coming in August, right? Yes. And is it's it? it's yeah. not a full price release. It's like oh. it's forty dollars as of, with all the DLC. Yeah, it's pretty. And cool. it's being done by Arcane themselves. It's not outsourced, so it won't be shitty yeah. like Saints Row Four nice. by High Voltage or something. Yeah, but uh, if, we're, if we're talking forty dollars, that should probably work out. Given two four nine nine. Oh, three three grand over here. Yeah. Reason being, we had a uh, 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 Wolfenstein: The Old Blood twenty dollar game came here at fourteen ninety nine. No, that was a oh uh, yeah yeah that was because so of the UK. That was, that was fifteen dollars, wasn't it? Twenty twenty dollars. So yeah. if we go by that logic, probably prob- probably look at two triple nine. If it's lower, great, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. so that's happening. Yeah. And the big one though, from, yeah, from Bethesda. Yeah, was, was Elder Scrolls Online, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean they, they they just showed like some foot footage of? No, that's city. cool because you know what yeah. they did like the smaller games yeah. like uh, Battle Cry yeah. and Elder Scrolls Online and even the the, the Legends, car game. Elder Scrolls. Yeah. So they realized that E three is not a place to be talking about those games yeah. a lot. Yeah. So exactly. So they actually kept it very brief, which yeah. is really cool. Yeah. Three big, big games were obviously uh, Doom and Dishonored uh, yeah. and, and, and Fallout. Fallout, Fallout, Fallout yeah, which was like Fallout yeah, which got a crazy crazy massive uh, reveal, like crazy yeah. amount of gameplay. And details that you can't even remember. Yeah. Most of the stuff I, I don't even remember. But it's really good, right? They showed us all of this, and it's coming in November. Yeah. Yeah. No, but with, I, I think it, it, it also speaks volumes about Bethesda's confidence in the brand. Because if it was any other publisher, they'd, they, they, they'd wait a year, they'd milk it for all it's worth for a year. Yeah. Or in some cases, you know, reveal the game when it's not even in production yet. <laughs> and it's really all Square Enix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And milk it for all it Yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, so it was nice to see that, 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 there's an, that, there's a, that there's a level of confidence here where, you know, fine, a couple of weeks ago we had, we had, we knew the game was coming out. Now they actually showcased everything from your opening for five five to seven minutes of gameplay yeah. they showcased how easy it is to actually make a uh, make a character in game which to me is a big draw and male or female yes yeah. which to me is a big draw and how they went about it was really slick so yeah. you could actually rather than mess around with sliders like you had to do in the first game in any of the other uh, Fallout so games sculpting basically yeah, you can yeah. sculpt it which is really cool yeah. and uh, the way they even wanted to integrate uh, uh, this, the quote unquote second screen was also nice because uh, Todd Howard who Who's the who's one of the heads at Bethesda? Basically, set it up front that yeah, it's a gimmick. Second screen is a gimmick. So for us, we're going we're going full retard on the gimmick yeah. and letting you you know you use a Pip Boy app or, or yeah. connect your phone to the Pip Boy, yeah. which comes with the collector edition yeah. of the game. So it's it the it, it's a it, they just seem to be very aware of what they're capable of and what their audience wants. Yeah. And th- to me, uh, it, it's a good thing. E- even if you count in the fact that, yes, there, there, there is going to be mod support. Uh, there, there, and yes, there is even some timed exclusivity on that. I think Xbox gets it first, Mike, if I'm uh, not mistaken. The mods, it comes to Xbox early 2016 and they are working on getting it to PS4. Yeah. But from the announcement, it seems like it's coming to Xbox One first. Yeah. And yeah, before anyone gets excited, these are not going to be mods which are going to make the game look like the PC one. <laughs> yeah. This is probably just going to be like the functional mods yeah, which add game, like... Yeah. Yeah, it's not going to be 4K support and also yeah. like don't get excited. Yes. I think what's really cool about what they showed is the whole is the whole crafting and the whole settlement system that yeah. they've shown and it's 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 pretty ambitious what they're trying to pull off. Exactly. You can basically build an entire settlement from scratch. Yeah. And and from items you get from the environment, you can basically scrap whatever yeah. you pick up and you can use that to build new stuff, which is really crazy. And you can have a whole economy around it. And yeah. Have so, defenses set up like targets and shit. Exactly, it's, crazy. it's it's like the level of detail that that's gone into this is on a, another level altogether. I mean, yeah. You, on one at its core, it seems to be a, a deep enough RPG, but when you're adding mechanics like like base construction and sort of the settlement construction, it becomes a completely different ball game. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, but that's out in November. 10. Also, first time you have voiced protagonist this time. Yeah, and obviously for male and female yeah. uh, characters. I wonder if it'll be as good as the Saints Row Four thing was because they had like ten different voiced protagonists. Wow! Like they had British accents, they had like tons of stuff. Like yeah. I remember when I played it. Uh-huh. So they probably I don't know if they're gonna do that much. But, but again, you yeah. won't have you won't have that much uh, dialogue because it's not it's not quest based. It's not exactly. quest based game like Fallout is. So is this uh, from what you've seen? Do you think this is a game people can start getting into Fallout with? Uh, to be honest, pretty each of the sure. games were pretty accessible that way. Okay. There's no question of accessibility. No, I mean, is it something which people like? Should people play Fallout Three right now if they can, no. or can they just no, go to I, Fallout I think, Four directly? See, see, it depends who you ask. If, <laughs> like personally, I'd say that uh, played, and and I'm paraphrasing from Gaff wholesale because I agree completely with this. Uh, play, play, play New Vegas. Okay. first and then wish that Fallout 4 is that okay. because to me New Vegas was really really good you could I actually didn't play it I only played Fallout so, 3 so the difference between New Vegas and 3 was that Obsidian the story no, more <laughs> than the story even the your conversation choices mm-hmm. so uh, I think through the first 15 or 20 hours in, of, of New Vegas I went by with barely killing a couple of people because the conversation choices allow you to escape that option of violence okay. so uh, to me it, it so just writing basically yeah, is better. Yeah. to me it just feels, felt stronger but then who knows man I mean the game's been in development since essentially since Fallout 3 yeah so why it looks so shit <laughs> it really does. Downgrade confirmed. Downgrade confirmed. Anyway, on a more positive yeah. note, they did release Fallout Shelter on iOS, which is really, really good. Yeah, that game is like post-apocalyptic farm. You guys tried it? Yeah, yes. yeah. I've been playing it, and it also is so good. They just there was just a news report as of this recording that it's making more money than Candy Crush Saga yeah. right now. Wow. Yeah. Which is a big deal because they said when they announced the game that this is not going to be forced microtransactions. There yeah. are no timers. There's no bullshit. And and most importantly, you also you don't have to be online to play the game. Yeah. Now, a lot of mobile games force you to be online just because they think you're going to be cheating or, or gaming the system if it was offline. Yeah. But here, the amount of trust is pretty cool. And the game itself is pretty nice. I mean, I think I'm a couple of hours in and it's... Wow, it's pretty like nice. they it, they've actually made it well. Like on iPad, it runs at native yeah. 2048 by 5036. Yeah. On iPhone, it like they've rescaled the UI yeah. properly and all. And really it, it is coming to Android. I think it'll be out in like six months or something. Less, but less than that. I so think. what's the what's gameplay like? It's basically so you control a simulation. A you are the vault. You are the overseer of the vault, which is their term for you are the farmer of Farmville. <laughs> but yeah. uh, you control the vault. Uh, you control the settlers who are there. You okay. you you allocate which jobs they do. You decide which which settlers, uh, which 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 vault dwellers rather, go out into the wild, uh, okay. explore, and and when they do that, you, uh, the the game opens up this really cool dialogue screen that shows you what they're doing. So they'll have nice descriptions are okay, X Y like your your uh, your vault dweller has found an enemy, he shot him. There is a, he gets an XP bonus. He he's collecting so much cash. You can okay. call them back also, uh, and it's really well done. But you also have to have to manage their their yes, lives yes, while yes, they're yes, in the board. Yes, yes. Yeah, and yes. if you can put a male and female together, and then they start flirting yeah. and all, and there's like yeah. the guy said, "Hey, can I call you baby?" And yeah, basically like a simulation strategy yeah. sort yes, of game. Yes. Okay. But like it, it looks like Fallout from what I've. The art direction yeah. is 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 very cool. It's it's basically. Uh, is it like FTL in any way? Because you mentioned you mentioned uh, that is that actually FTL that is FTL interesting was. because somewhat I'd say yeah, but FTL has a heavy focus on like actual ship combat yeah. when the time yeah. comes. This doesn't have that. No, uh, here more it did say it's an inspiration, which is why I wondered. Yeah, and even okay. the it looks a bit similar. Uh, yeah. Here they basically got the same art style that you see the Vault Boy, even yeah. the Vault Boy as it yeah. is. Yeah, simple line drawings, but it looks really nice. Mm. 
So yeah. Oh yeah, and also the collector's edition might be coming to India. Ah, Games Workshop yeah. have posted on Facebook that if you're interested in the Pip Boy edition, which is hundred and twenty dollars abroad, contact us. We don't know anything about the price yet. Yeah. But they are still saying that the game is confirmed for India. So fingers crossed, it actually makes it here. Yep. Okay. So what was the best part for you guys of the Bethesda conference? For me, it's Doom. Like I'm actually excited about Doom again after being like completely disappointed by Doom Three, which mm-hmm. went on a more horror focus than like yeah. a classic FPS. Like I'd say Wolfenstein New Order is more. Doom than Doom three, yeah. but so Doom was the highlight for me. Okay. What about you, Rishi? Uh, Dishonored two, essentially simply because uh, I mean I I love the first game a bit. Okay, it's like, like way too many times, and the what they've shown and oh, the promise it holds. Yeah, Dishonored two. Oh, that was a welcome. It's Fallout four. So. Oh, so the <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. So we uh, need to get someone who like Battle Cry do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and what was the part you didn't like about it? Uh, to be honest, the only thing which which was slightly worrying is we didn't get too many details on Bethesda.net, which could be a, yeah. which may or may not be a problem because if you have a game like Fallout is going to be let's be honest, Fallout's going to be probably played the most on PC. Yeah. And what kind of DR, is it DRM? What kind of DRM are they using? Yeah. Uh, how do I have to be always online? What's the situation? Okay. And more than you work through their system. Exactly. I so mean, oh yeah, because the fact that they're like announcing it for consoles right now, they might have that as the sync service. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's it's to me that was the the, the big because uh, what is a big is a big big deal for Fallout yeah. on PC. Yeah. yeah. For me, that's yeah. For me as well, I think that's probably it. They, they didn't flesh it out enough. I'm I'm just disappointed. There's no date for Doom Beta. That's about it. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, it was really good. Like I, when that's why when the conference ended, everyone was like Bethesda won E3. Like yeah. for a reason. Yeah. It was a good conference. Yeah. So okay, score out of ten. Uh, I'd say eight. Nine. Nine. Okay. Nine for me as well. So yeah. So that brings us to the next conference, which was Xbox. Yeah. yeah. And they had Halo Five to kind of kick it off, which is a which is a good game to start with. Now, I'm not a Halo fan, so neither am I. Milo, it's on Gosh, you guys! They had a they had a four four player co op yeah. uh, campaign playthrough, which like basically like a Mass Effect in first person for me. <laughs> this is all that was that was what it looked like for me. You know what? A couple so of years similar. ago, if you'd say that, I I I I'd, I'd be like outraged, but I kind of agree because there seems to be way too many space centered games at this E3. Yeah. So uh yeah, so basically Halo Five has you has to has basically a single player campaign that lets you control. Uh, from what they claim, two different squads of Spartans. One which is Master Chief and his posse, and the other one being uh, this guy called Spart- a Spartan called Locke and his posse. And any Nathan Fillion in his squad? Yes, it? yes. So, yeah. Yeah. so for those of you who played uh, ODST, uh, Nathan Fillion is in ODST, and he's he's this character known as Buck, who's your squad commander. So he makes an appearance in this game as okay. well, which is pretty cool. Okay. Uh, they showed off a, a decent amount of single player and a decent amount of uh, co-op play, where uh, you're basically hunting for Chief. And you can't find him, no, okay. which is no surprise. No verticality in that level. Yeah, there was this quite yeah. a bit of verticality, and even the enemy types are different. Yeah. Uh, they, they had some really, and uh, 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 it ended with uh, this this uh, Promethean, the Promethean, one of the Promethean characters, like grabbing you by the neck and asking you and, and telling you that you know you can't find Chief or something of that effect. It looked really nice. Yeah. Uh, the art direction stood out for me, but yes, I do agree that with we're seeing way too many space theme games so it kind of tends to blur for those who are <laughs> focused on it yeah. but uh, yeah it's looking good and more importantly it's got a it's finally got a proper release date which is I think 27th October yeah and, and there's a there are two collector's editions yes, announced for it yes this is the important thing 
the there's a 250 dollar collector's edition which went all out yes. like it you know like titanfall level yes. stuff and more but okay. it doesn't include the game on disc like what yeah what you're yes. paying 250 dollars for a freaking yes. download code yes. it has a steel book but there's no game on disc yes. like i don't know who makes these decisions at microsoft whether microsoft india has a game coming on disc though is the game yeah, coming the game yeah, is yeah, being yeah. available okay. separately but you're paying 250 dollars and you have to download the that game that makes no sense at I know. all i know but yeah that's this the thing is, yeah uh, the, there was a nine, in fact the 99 dollar version of the game comes with a disc so if all I, you Halo I, fans if you I don't even yeah. know what to say about <laughs> yeah. 250 this is like at least with Wolfenstein they kept it separate so it was platform agnostic $99 for the dog yeah but it's like I don't know anyway yeah so that's the thing yeah uh, multiplayer though they had a trailer I think yes. they had a short a short gameplay yeah, like montage. Uh, so, so they, 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 they showed off uh, a mode called Warzone which had uh, 24 player multiplayer with AI as well and they even showed off 4 on 4 competitive but uh, it gave me like a battlefield vibe cause yes yeah. that, because I, I played the beta and uh, actually more than battlefield it, it kind of reminded me more of uh, it, while it looks like it's reminiscent of battlefield mm. it actually plays more like Call of Duty Okay. In, in the sense that yes you have your perks you have your unlock you have a sprint button you can do the whole aim down the sides thing but it I, I don't know it, it's shaping up to be a very interesting experiment because it's not Halo as it was at Halo 3 Halo Reach Halo, Halo ODST it's yeah. more and it's not even what it was in Halo 4 right? Halo 4 essentially aped Call of Duty to the limits so it's going to be interesting to see what the reception is going to be when more people get their hands on it and if it works at launch yeah that's the biggest uh, point of concern considering master chief collection is barely playable now online yeah. so yeah i mean lots of questions but we'll know soon enough october 27th so that yeah, yeah so moving on they had a keja in a fune game which is exclusive and it's a first party game now. It's a it? first party franchise. Oh, it's a first party franchise. Yeah, so basically it's going to be multiple games from the looks of it. But, yeah. but I have no idea what genre it is because they, cause they yeah. had a CGI trailer yes. where they had yeah. just this girl with her with her robotic dog. Yeah, it looked like shit. the last Borderlands Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no idea what that yeah. game is. So, But it looked... Uh, but it's coming mid of 2016, like spring 2016. So, I, it, okay. they better reveal more of it soon. What worries me more than, than the game itself is KG Inafune is, I think, working on... Uh, Mighty Mind Number, Number 9. 9. Which is basically, I don't even know what it's... I, I won't consider it a game anymore. It's like a publisher release software now. Yeah. So, we, I don't know if it's going to actually be... I don't know why they're trying to throw his name around. Because yeah. after what happened with Mighty Number no. 9... Gamers have lost a lot of faith. Oh, so, yeah. yeah, because uh, what, the, the excessive number of editions? Excessive number of editions, excessive pre-order. It's basically yeah. like Japanese Warner at this point for yeah. Mighty Number <laughs> no. 9. Yeah, so I don't know. So, so they got that coming out. But there was one interesting concept in that CG trailer wherein uh, your dog, rather, you could import or... The soul. Like, yeah, his soul. The soul of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, in, in, into other into creatures. Other robots. Yeah, which, which is really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, I don't know. It looks like an interesting experiment. Let's. I mean, see. it does seem like a, like a combat-heavy game because there were lots of yeah. enemies yeah. there and all that. But yeah, and, yeah. No and Inafune also worked on uh, Soul Sacrifice on the Vita. So, okay. it will be interesting to see okay. how or if any of those learnings come into this. Uh, and with that, we've spoken more about the Vita than Sony. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, they had backward compatibility announced, which literally, like, I dropped my jaw at that. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, this is legit. Yeah. yeah. But 
You tried it, right, Rishi? Yes. So you tell us yes. how it was before I read about so, it. So backward compatibility is a thing. I was shocked as well. What was really cool is that since I'm on the Xbox preview program, I could check it out. Uh, it was as simple as uh, putting the disc into the drive, and once you do that, you, if you have autoplay on it, it starts downloading the digital version of it. Okay. So yes, backward. It is backward compatibility with strings attached, which is very important because if you think that you can play your discs right off the Xbox without a, without an internet connection to download you are mistaken so i i slipped in a disc of mass effect and it downloaded 7.6 gb i think okay then i could start playing it uh, it's native right though uh native in what sense i mean it's not streaming basically no it's not streaming it's yeah. a full download it's a full download yeah so uh, i downloaded the full game uh you actually play it you play yes it? i did how does it look on so it, it looked a lot cleaner uh, less jaggies, okay. so frame rate upscaling. upscaling seems that way. Yeah. Uh, it looked a lot cleaner, uh, a lot smoother. Uh, there wasn't a massive visual upgrade, but so the first game was was pretty buggy. Exactly. On Xbox, so the, 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 this it 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 made it a, li- a little better. It's it was serviceable. I mean, it, it wouldn't be. It's not as good as the PC version can ever be, but it's very serviceable and it's worthy for the price of yeah. free if you have the game. Yeah. Though keep in mind, yes, the download sizes are important. 7.6 GB, so yeah, you have to And wait. it's coming to everyone end of the year. It's not out yes, for everyone. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, with the 100 title launch. Yeah, so... So, they, so, so Microsoft seems to go, seems to have gone all out with this, wherein they've tied up with Bethesda for Fallout 3. So, I mean, for Fallout 4, wherein uh, if you buy Fallout 4, you get Fallout 3 free. That's going to be a theme that's going to happen a lot. Exactly. Now, it's also happening with Rainbow Six with Vegas. Exactly, and Vegas exactly. With, uh, so, Siege. so, so the point is they, they want to push it heavily and, uh, see, so far it works. Uh, the, the only, the only hiccup I saw was that the initial startup of the game took a little longer where it was, where I was met with the screen that told me it was just connecting to check my credentials or something along those lines. And that just took like... That's like, probably because it's like the preview Yeah, exactly. Thing. Probably it's the preview thing. But aside from that, it was really nice. It worked so well. So, are they going to... Did they say anything about whether they're going to start selling these things directly on the Xbox One marketplace? Uh, so, here, store? Here, here's a, the, here, the, the, the documentation on, on the preview dashboard is very interesting. Okay. It mentions that if you've bought the game digitally, uh, it'll show up in your uh, app section. Okay. So you can just download it automatically. Mm. Okay. And they also mentioned that if you have the disc, you just slip it in and it'll start working. Okay. So it's uh, they they now whether Microsoft's going to go the full nine yards and actually open up a proper storefront to service this remains to be seen. But I but then look for the I think they would because it's uh, why wouldn't you? It's like leaving money on the table. I think they would. Yeah. yeah, but like the thing is they've. It's not a thing where any game you insert will download. Yes. They've said they're going to leave it up to publishers to decide whether they want their games to be available here. And they also have a feedback thing on their user voice on Xbox where people are voting for which games they want. And right now Red Dead Redemption is on the top of that list for the fans. So I have a feeling that a lot of publishers are going to deny this because they are remastering it exactly. to make more money. So I'm wondering how will multiplayer work? Like like a game like COD is popular on Xbox 360 even yes. now. So yeah. can so you play it on Xbox One? Did they say something Xbox about Live? that? Uh, multiplayer? No, I I don't think they did. I don't I, okay, think I can't did. remember it. But really. what is it? What was what was interesting is that Black Ops Two is one of the most requested uh, games okay. on that list. Yeah. So, so I'm wondering. Yeah. So so it's going to be interesting to see what what they end up doing. To to me, I think it's. To me, the entire announcement reeks of the fact that Microsoft realized there are a lot of people still on the Xbox 360. They're, they're probably considering the PS4 as their as their go-to option yeah. Yeah. because yeah. of how popular it is and how well it's doing in comparison. So let's give them a reason to stick back on our platform. I don't think they thought it through to the extent of will we support multiplayer or not. And yeah. to be honest, I don't think they would. So to me, it just seems like a way to keep uh, old Xbox users back on the platform, which is perfectly fair. And I mean, as someone who has... 
way too many, close to 100 games on the Xbox 360, I think it's a good move. Oh, and also I mean, this doesn't apply to games that don't have digital versions exactly, yet. Exactly, that's Like important. Lost Odyssey, which oh, is a yeah, okay. JRPG by Microsoft, is probably going to die on Xbox 360 now. Yeah, unless... Because there's no download yeah. version of the game, so... Yeah. And also, the out of the 100 titles which are launching, at least the ones available today, they're like three AAA games, the rest are like yeah, indie yeah. games and yeah. some of them I hadn't even heard of. But there is Super Meat Boy, which is funny because Sony just announced it for PS4 and Vita. Yeah. Like yeah. last month or whatever. So, are they bringing it to PS4? Uh, we were talking about some, some news. Yeah, that you so, uh, Jim Ryan was speaking to, who's basically uh, Sony's uh, PlayStation Europe head, was talking to MCV and said that uh, we're not going to bring a similar feature to the PS4. We rather focus on forward-looking functions like suspend resume and share play and stuff like that. I, and I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a good point of difference in my opinion that uh, people now have a choice between there's a very tangible line drawn there's a there's a line drawn in the sand between now PS4 and Xbox One aside from 60 FPS 1080 which people keep yeah. crying about it, like, yes, I think that's still like a, that's still like an online only noise thing like yeah. consumers don't really care about that yeah. I, I don't know I think it's 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 value at the end of the day and uh, yeah like it definitely splits them up properly now you can see where they're focusing yeah and stuff so that's definitely and they're cheaper than the PS4 now if you exactly buy yeah exactly. And they have better sales at least going by last Black Friday deal. oh yeah it was like 329 for Kinect, Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed, Unity, all that, yep, a lot yep. of stuff. Anyway, they did announce something else, which was like, they randomly said, okay, now we're focusing on the controller. And they showed this epic ad, which was like an Apple trailer where they showed oh, yes. the console, <laughs> the new controller with replaceable yeah. parts, replaceable triggers. Yeah, new paddle shifter than yes. the back. Yeah, and they showed that and that looked amazing. And I was like, okay, throwing money and all that. What the money dollars? I was... The money I was throwing was not enough because it's a 150 freaking dollar controller. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you can change everything. <laughs> like, you can buy a PS3 for $160 in the US. So, yeah. yeah. That's a little disappointing in the end, and it's $150 in the UK. In India, dude. So, I, like, games cost four grand. Imagine how much the controller is. I think 15 It'll be 10 like, like a Kinect yeah. price. <laughs> it's, but yeah, that was like the biggest KLPD. Whatever. Yeah, then there was. There was something cool after that. Forza Motorsport. Yeah, that looked freaking yeah. fantastic. Yeah, but the thing is, they didn't have any gameplay though. They only had a trailer and they had some features that were flashing on screen. Oh. They didn't have any gameplay. Oh, I though. thought that was the gameplay. I was like, holy yeah, shit. Like, I mean, it, was, it, was, it may have been in-game, but it wasn't a demo. It was just okay. a trailer. They didn't okay. have it, which is strange because the game coming in September. And they have a special controller for Forza 6 yeah. also. But what so. is... But, but, and they had the, the the chairman of 4 as well on stage for yeah. some reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the only question is, so who... So Sam... Uh, is this developed by the same guys who brought Forza Horizon? Or was no, it? it's not. So this is by Turn 10, which is an in, in-house in first party uh, studio, whereas okay. uh, that was by Horizon Playground Games, which, which, which is basically UK-based. But this isn't a Horizon, this isn't an arcade type. This is an arcade. This, this no, is like random. No, this is a sim, yeah, like, sim- yeah, and this is not open world, this is going to be tracks and cars. Okay. Alright, alright. And uh, aside from that, there were some rather PC-specific features. No, it's the worst thing ever. Alien like, appearance. Yeah, there's uh, basically cancer is coming to Xbox One in the what? form of Steam <laughs> Early Access. Uh, not Steam Early Access, but Early Access Xbox, games are coming. Xbox Game Preview. Which is probably the worst thing they could have done to the Xbox One right Why? now. Because you have games like Elite Dangerous and you have games like Starbound, which are in like Early Access on Steam. When they're done, they finally launch with probably consoles coming like a few months later. Yeah. Now you're going to have early access people paying for betas on console. It's just a mess. Like, I, I'm not on for this. I think I welcome this because um, for two reasons. One, it allows developers to actually... See, here's the thing. As a developer, 
or uh, at a certain scale you'd prefer pc because it's 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 easier to work with okay. you don't have to worry about the gatekeepers or royalties or any nonsense the fact that microsoft's taking the stance of allowing uh developers to launch early access on pc i mean on on, on the, sorry the xbox one uh shows that uh that that i mean one one reason is it 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 instantly amplifies the amount of content you have on the platform but more importantly as a user i mean yeah you you get the same benefits pc users get but the problem i see in this is if you look at steam's front page right now you're going to see a lot of like anyone who looks at steam right now will see like three triple a games they want and they will see a shitload of early access yeah and like if you look at even stuff that has discounted like early access games are discounted yeah. so the xbox one store is probably going to get filled with this and i don't like uh, it i don't think that's going to happen because if you notice microsoft's rather very mercenary very, about how they're very picky yeah. exactly i mean you could, there's a greater chance you'll find four of the same uh forza horizon digital download editions okay. on on in one page okay. on the uh, on the front page then you'd see this they're very picky about okay. this and it's the same thing with, with the indie games last generation wherein at the yeah, start yes yeah. there, there was heavy coverage but then 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 some sense came into No the thing, thing is it, it it should be curated that's my only they concern will. because if you look at steam they're allowing and there's like toilet simulator and shit right now it's a joke right now <laughs> toilet simulator and shit we see what toilet simulator is not the same as daisy let me just make that clear <laughs> so yeah i'm yeah. pretty disappointed so, in this i just desire that daisy is still in beta and he already has a new game coming out on xbox one preview so no here's yeah so dean hall yeah dean hall is <laughs> even left bohemia after that yeah. after that so i i don't know it's going to be interesting but i think it's a step in the in a direction that allows developers to take a risk because if it's a, let, let's be honest everyone if you have an idea and you're not sure it's going to work okay. push it out on early access yeah. fine if you get the response continue developing you don't get the response kill it i mean it makes and the cool thing on xbox is that you can actually try the game for free exactly before, before yeah that's that a, a good thing deal. that's that a good thing yeah, yeah i'd say that so uh i think that it's still a net win because as long as you can try as long as there are standards are maintained yeah, which is as long as curation yeah. is that's cool i don't know this whole conference they seem like they were focusing on gamers even though that might yes, not be true exactly. it seemed like okay like shit sony's really kicking ass we need to do something yeah see they it, might take a hit like they don't care about money yeah. on xbox they're I, making money everywhere i else. think it's 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 i agree completely because it seems let's be honest here backward compatibility with the way they're bringing backward compatibility involves a cost to them in terms of hosting sure. the games all right early access also at cost to them by pushing the games on their storefront there is a revenue share all that but there are server costs involved on top of that you have the exclusive exclusivity agreement with uh, with square for for tomb raider there's also a cost there and you have a price drop Yeah. yeah which is happening so yeah they they definitely yeah they throw everything they can at this exactly like i mean going it's, all in. it's it to me it seems <coughs> what to be to me what's going to be worth one of the best things to read is uh, next year's financials on microsoft because how much money are they going to end up losing on this division it seems like they're going all out i mean let's let's face it the only thing that's left for them to to, to do at this stage is, is is essentially say buy the console and get a year's worth of first party games free or whatever but, yeah and i think in april or may they actually beat the ps4 in the us they yeah. beat it in april yeah april. in may it was but back. then it's back to yeah. ps4 yeah, 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 yeah. so so there it, it's it's show time and the 
I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're bringing the big and guns. And they're, they're getting killed everywhere else in the world. Pretty exactly. Much yeah. yeah. So, but like, I, one of the good things about early access for Xbox One owners is Elite Dangerous is now available on early access and it's like half price of the PC version at like $32 yeah, versus $60. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and people who backed it on Kickstarter and who funded it are pissed off at this because they had to pay $100 to get early access and apparently an expansion to the game is coming to Xbox One first. So, yeah. if you're on Xbox One, you should really check it out. Yeah, but I mean, this also goes to show that Frontier Developments, the guys behind Elite Dangerous have a long-standing history with Microsoft. Yeah. They've been making games for Microsoft's platforms since the original Xbox and before. So, I mean, yeah, it's about time the partnership has yielded fruits yeah. for the for, for consumers. So, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Uh, but then, that aside, uh, there was a lot of Tomb Raider footage. Yeah, finally, yeah. they finally yeah. actually showed the game in action. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of very uncharted-like yes. set pieces. So, basically, it was mostly ice. It was yeah. ice and snow. And they did show her Raider too. Yeah, briefly, very yeah. briefly. Yeah, they did. So they are going to have tombs this time, which, yeah. is, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that at the end they had a lot of variety in what they showed in terms of levels yep, and all. Yep. But the demo itself was no combat was there. There was no no other characters. No story was shown. Just yeah. a bit of rock climbing, basically. Yeah. But I, I think it is a good way to go about it because uh, I mean, let's be honest. When when you when you see a Tomb Raider game, you don't want to see gunplay. You don't want to see action. You rather see platforming. You rather see what, what you rather let the location stand out. I think yeah. they went about it in a very smart fashion. It's it has me interested, and the game looks really good. Yeah, it, yeah, it really does. Good. It definitely looks yeah. really good. Hopefully, that was on Xbox One and not PC footage because yes. they've done that before. Yes, yep. Yep. and it's got a release date too, which, which is, is apparent. I don't think that's going to go well for it because yeah. it's the same day as Fallout Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for an Xbox One exclusive. Uh, yeah. yeah, so, not not good, so which is very amusing because the, the first Tomb Ra- uh, the, the last Tomb Raider game uh, sold was the highest selling game in the series, but Square Enix thought it uh, didn't yeah they said it didn't generate as much money as and they expected. You know and that was when it sold four million. Exactly. Yeah, and now it's now it's eight and a half million I think. Yeah, in, in April. Eight, yeah, eight so eight now they're million. making money, but, at, but <laughs> four million they were not making money, which is yeah. ridiculous for a for, yeah. for any game. So so now now if you think about it, when you when you when you when you have a money handed exclusive. Releasing the same day as Fallout. I don't think it's going to end. And you know the sad part is they had an open... Like they could have released it any other time because Uncharted 4 is delayed. Like you have your open season. Like release it... Like don't do such poor shit. Like yeah, same they as actually asked the guys at Crystal about it, and they're yeah. like, no, we don't, we don't mind because they're different genres and all. They're different audiences, yeah. which is which is not true because people yeah. are going to buy Fallout regardless. Exactly. And, and so it's so, so it's better to buy Tomb Raider or not to buy Tomb Raider. Yeah. Or like wait for it to come to get a Game of the Year edition, or wait for PS4 and PC. Exactly. Or a price drop or whatever. Yeah. yeah so it's whatever. Or, my, or Christmas gift or whatever. But though, though in my opinion, I won't be surprised if we see a new release date in time for games. I won't be surprised if they push the date back. Or forward for that. I, wouldn't I think they'll either. pull they it. Sh- like it pulling sense. it would be smarter, I think. No, I don't think so. If they I, can. I think they, they can because October is pretty quiet, I think. Yeah. Nothing much in October. There isn't much October. You can do October. But yeah. We, we know soon enough. Because they are in December, which surprisingly this time. There's Hitman and there's yeah. Just Cause and all that. So. And then also announced was a Rare Replay, which had 30 games for $30. Battletoads. Battletoads, Cameo. Yeah. Basically a lot of uh, interesting titles. A lot of which never actually made it here in, 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 a, in a huge way. Aside from games like Cameo, which showed up with the... Xbox 360 here because uh, Rare as a developer prior to being bought by Microsoft was was essentially for Nintendo Donkey Kong Don- yeah Donkey Kong Killer Instinct they, they, they developed those games for Nintendo Jet Force Gemini and a few others so to see to see them actually you know open the vault and release 30 plus games it's going to be and priced really well yeah $30 which is, which is a pretty decent deal so it's I mean if you're a fan or if you like retro stuff it's worth looking into 
Um, they even had Sea of Thieves, which was a yeah. shared world pirates game. It looked really yeah. nice. Yeah, like it's a shared asked. world adventure game, which yeah. is first shared person. world pirate game. You mean PC gaming in India? <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. No, I got a definite Black Flag vibe from uh, Sea of Thieves. Okay. Like you know, with, with the sea ba- with the uh, uh, ship battles, yeah, ship yeah. battles on the high seas. Yeah. Plus, you even had uh, the, a sense of exploration on the islands and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, I mean, very little detail. Again, next year. It's coming next year. Yeah, right? and very little details. Yeah. And then Microsoft showed us the future. <laughs> Which actually, to me, was one of the best. Yeah, it like HoloLens is what we're talking yeah. about, obviously. Not Kinect. Yeah. Uh, they actually, they showed Minecraft on HoloLens and like it just blew my mind. Like, yeah. I still can't believe that's possible. So, what I'm wondering is, that, is what they were showing, right? There, there was a guy wearing the HoloLens. Yes. And, but, but the camera was somewhere else. It wasn't. Yeah, so, it they, were, they were beaming what he sees onto that for us to see as a hologram. Yeah. But for him, it was like he was actually playing with the stuff like Lego. Yeah. That's what okay. actually happens. Okay. And the other person who was joining him in the game was... A small person walking in the right, thing. Right, right, right. So, okay. like, basically, if this takes off, Lego is even more dead than they are right now. Yeah. So, like, HoloLens, Minecraft, seriously, like... But I wonder how much it will go beyond that in terms of gaming in so, HoloLens. So, yeah, that, 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 that I agree completely. That will be a concern. It'll be very casual. Card game stuff, uh, other kind of stuff. I actually see... I actually can see it... Can, can see a perfect game of Dungeons and Dragons being played out in sure. this fashion. But in a board game style. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or even or, or yeah. even a Hearthstone. Exactly. Right? The moment you put a card down, yeah. all the characters so, show up and shit like that. But, but, but what was interesting to me about the, about the Minecraft HoloLens demo was uh, the way you could interact with the game. Now, if, if you're using HoloLens, you can actually, you know, use your voice and your uh, and it even tracks your eye movements to, to, to give you access to the world. So, so you can actually see all the levels within uh, a specific Minecraft universe, even through to what's happening underground, overground, everything. And you can even use your voice to like throw lightning at, at enemies and stuff. So it, to me, it seems from, from, from someone who's played a f- quite a few RTSs, it seems like a very interesting fit. So the issue is like the moment you used to actually play it, right? Yeah. You're seeing something in front of you, but you can't touch it, right? So I'm wondering how that is going to work. Oh, out. yes. That, that's a good point. You want to reach out to touch it, right? You don't yeah. feel anything. So how... I, I don't know. I think what they could probably do is have a power glove style attachment which gives you some form yeah, of that might feedback. Actually, that might actually work. Style. Yeah. So, yeah, but that was really, really interesting. And yeah, like this, I don't know, this doesn't seem like a gimmick to me from what I saw. Like, yeah. I'm pretty impressed with it. I think Microsoft has, like, they need a, like, I don't think Minecraft is their media molecule replacement. No. You need someone like that who will actually show the capabilities yeah, of yeah. it and make it playable. Yeah. But, but yeah, so after that, Microsoft spoke about Gears of War Ultimate Edition, which was leaked a while ago. Yeah. yeah. It's 1080-60 FPS. But the first game only. Yeah, it's the yeah, first, first game, game only. Yeah, which is a bit of a bummer because, yeah. because Gears 2 was the better game. And everyone Partly, expected yes. the trilogy to come. Yeah, yeah, you can't blame them because they, yeah. they, you, you've had that in the past. You know, three games in one, two games. Although they have multiplayer, which is yeah. something. Yeah. And so, they have beta, which is only on for the multiplayer. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Whoever's in the preview, uh, Xbox preview already got access to that. Yeah. So and it's coming to PC. Yes. So it's coming. No, to it's coming to Windows 10. Windows 10. 10. Okay. It's okay. When we when we say it's coming to PC, we usually mean Steam or Origin. Yeah. When yeah. we say coming to Windows 10, it means it's going to be in Microsoft's Windows Store. So it'll have Xbox yeah. achievements, and it it basically. You're stuck into that. You can't. Yeah. It, I mean, wasn't, the, wasn't Gears One on PC also yes. the Vita exclusive? Was, no, not Vita Vista exclusive. Yeah, uh, games Windows for Windows, Windows, Windows Live. It was games for Windows Live. Yeah, you but need to have Vista. wasn't it Vista? Right. Yeah. Vista. Same with Halo Two. Yeah. You need at least that minimum yeah. of that. And the point is, uh, it, it was a notor- It was notorious because while it had the additional content, 
finding a playing multiplayer was broken yeah. the game so when it was live was a mess yeah so it didn't do too well plus when it came out in india it was super expensive okay yeah. at the time it was imported yeah, right? yeah. even at the time 2499 and this is 2007 2008 super expensive it's 2499 is still expensive if you look now, at for yes, a pc game yeah, yeah agreed now yes but even then even okay. then even more yeah, so they didn't care at all for yeah. they didn't care about it so i mean to see let's see what form it comes out in if it if it and when it shows up i don't know if it's going to get a physical release because coming to windows 10 store means you can only buy it there PC no, man, PC still, probably won't. You still but can do it. Xbox one, they will. You can still do. Yeah, for Xbox, obviously. For Xbox, it will be physical, yeah. but on PC, I have a feeling it's going to be digital. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I don't so, think they'll do. But then, but this, yeah, we also get the Gears Four beta. Yes, the Gears Four beta, yeah. and, and the game itself is out August twenty fifth. So, yes. which means this is Gears of War Ultimate. Yes, but Gears of War Four is coming. Holiday 2016, okay, yes. by end of next year, which yeah. is which looked really nice too. I mean, I yeah, I in the like beginning it, it had a very like survival horror exactly. vibe, exactly. Like, Flashlights in the dark yes, room and yes. very, very dilapidated and 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 then the, I love the whole the whole wind the whole wind oh yeah effect. the weather effects the were weather insanely effects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy I mean it, it was like oozing atmosphere yeah. it was really nice and, but uh, I don't know now now here's where it's going to get interesting because uh, it seems like a very uh, style uh, it, it seems like a, a a great slice of what we already know what to expect from a good Gears of War game yeah but I want to see if they even push the envelope or do anything different. Because it's got it's got, it's, it's t- it takes all the I can see it boxes, being, but yeah. being more lighthearted like 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 the banter between them was was, was very uncharted like exactly whereas earlier it was more like space marine exactly with monotonous voices yeah. and you know, beefy characters yeah and here even the character designs didn't look that yeah didn't, didn't look like they were you know bulking on steroids so yeah uh, that was a plus yeah. point and even the the enemy design was very different this time around yeah. if you noticed yeah. it, you weren't facing off against enemy soldiers they looked more organic they looked like they looked inse- insect like yeah okay yeah. so that seemed interesting and that's due uh, i think holiday next year yeah yeah so early announcement yeah and that's it for microsoft so i like i'm i was pretty impressed with it and i was actually like considering an xbox one in my head after yeah. i saw the backward compatibility thing and hololens yeah. i'm giving it a 9 sam you i give it a 7 oh yeah i think gears didn't impress me as the way i thought it would hmm. uh and forza didn't i want i wanted game i didn't want a trailer i wanted an actual demo on stage the game's coming in 3 months you can't you can't just do a trailer because okay. the game is coming that that soon true and I think Tomb Raider was the highlight, which is which is not good enough for a platform owner. Halo, I'm not interested in. Uh, yeah, so that so for me, yeah. I give it a seven. Uh, I don't know, man. To me, it was it 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 was basically. It seems like they're pulling out all the tricks, which is nice for for gamers. It seems that they finally got off their pedestal and they're looking to make amends, which is also great. Uh, Backward compatibility to me was the biggest announcement, followed by uh, I'm guessing. Will you use it though? I'm wondering. Will you actually use I, use the? Feature? Yeah, I would for at least for Mass Effect and Vanquish and a few yeah, other games. Yeah, but on PC. So why would you why would you play it on on Xbox? Because you know controller couch and the controller PC version also on PC. PC version doesn't work with the controller. It doesn't. No, you need to. Are you do, serious? You need to do some sort of XJoy and all. First game only all three. Of all them. three. So yeah, for for wow. someone who's lazy like me, yeah, it's a big deal. Uh, and, and also like there are games like Lost Odyssey and like Red yes. Dead Redemption. Like you can't play those exactly. right, except so, for last yeah. gen. You could yeah. actually like get rid of your last gen console if yeah. this actually takes off. I mean, feature wise, it seems like yeah. I I thought it was it was a pretty good conference. I'd give it a nine. So oh okay yeah. And then there was EA. 
like oh, i gosh. just i should have slept through this nonsense <laughs> it was probably oh, the beginning of the end i thought like i'm done with e3 when i saw that yeah they started off with uh, the new mass effect. effect that was like a cg trailer yeah. but hey you we have let's have some faith guys that's due next year all right so hopefully it's also further along say, also they hopefully say hopefully fingers crossed it's further along because uh they uh, what is it? apparently the character they showed in the trailer is not the character you end up playing and they also mentioned that it's a, it takes place in a new galaxy called andromeda so i don't know is it going how much of similarity will it have with the with the first trilogy aside from the aesthetic remains to be seen yeah. will we still have the mass effect portals i mean hopefully because it's called mass effect yes you'd have the the, the the method of transport would remain the same it has the mako which is a big deal right there for me yeah. so yeah it seems interesting but again and it's possible by Yes. So very few details but yeah I'm interested. Yeah that's like a common theme for the EA's conference everything yeah. is frostbite now. Yeah. yeah. So after Mass Effect we finally got to see gameplay for NFS Underground. Which oh, sorry. <laughs> oh snap. Yeah. Don't you mean NFS Underground colon Fast and Furious colon Yeah. The new NFS game. <laughs> it looked really good. I was yeah. I was shocked by how good it looked. And the whole theme was the game basically takes place in the night. Yeah. No, but they have day and night uh, cycles. Oh, from whatever they showed, it was just it literally reminded me of underground when yeah. I saw it. So yeah, so day and night cycles are there and different playstyles, which yeah. to me is yeah, five playstyles. Yeah, so they have five playstyles which you can actually switch between if you want, or you can stick to one and specialize yeah. in it. So what they're doing is they have a they've kind of like blended a bits of all the good games. They have they have the customization of underground. They yeah, have, they have the story of most wanted. Yeah, they've got the. Uh, the event. whole the whole uh, setting of carbon which is very night and okay. and it's twice the size of rivals yeah, yeah. the size but you will have the stuff left of rivals that was there like like always online and yep. you're going to have no, no pause no pausing and all that which oh, is yeah. really ridiculous i don't know why they're sticking with that yes. and also they have uh, what do they call that thing yeah auto play or what is it what is that thing where you kind of share time uh, where yeah well, yeah yeah that, that made its debut with the 2010 uh, need for speed yeah, auto yeah yeah it's, it's essentially a leaderboard system called i think it's called auto play it's it's you know it's called something else it's oh, basically there the asynchronous multiplayer yes, sort yes of it's thing. essentially a leaderboard system oh, yeah. seeing how well you're playing against your friends but What's worrying is that it's still it's going to be always online. Is that yeah? It really is. It is, and they said like when people asked the EA support account, they said that trust us, it's worth it or something to that extent. <laughs> that don't worry, it's there for a reason and all. Like yeah, wow. okay then. So, but like Need for Speed has a like EA has started this new thing with Dragon Age Inquisition, which is like ten dollars more, and you get a deluxe edition, which yeah. has like some DLC. And the DLC for the Need for Speed Deluxe Edition is you get ten percent off microtransactions. Wow! <laughs> Which is wow. A, wow! That's like the laziest thing. Yeah, ever. you get that, and you get some stupid customizations for your car aesthetics. Yeah, but what is really nice is that they actually real they had they they actually had real actors. who are actually talking about yeah you know the your missions and stuff yeah. which is cool because the last uh, yeah, the, the last EA game to do that in my, to my memory is uh, was command and conquer uh, no but they won't show up in the game it's only for trailer i think oh okay yeah, no i thought up. they were there that's yeah, why that's they the showed thing. them and they exactly. were working on the car and all that yeah they meant that's, that's the point i thought that that's it? yeah yeah, yeah that's so, why i got a little more so it seemed like a very sophisticated version of those of those b grade trailer of this b grade cutscenes you see in command and conquer which i think is really cool So yeah, that's out November third, right? Yeah, like it's yeah. probably day one for me. Yeah, yeah, I know NFS always right? online. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Problem. I am. <laughs> <laughs> I think we established that with the definitive editions. <laughs> yeah, and then we had the highlight of EA's press conference. But the we only talked about Mass Effect. 
what what's master <laughs> so yeah You're there was unraveling mike yeah <laughs> there was unravel which first i thought like is this guy gone to the wrong conference nintendo's tomorrow yeah. <laughs> but it actually looked really good this was this it was a yarn character yeah so you unplatformer unraveled has you playing as this yarn kind of protagonist and as you move through the game world you you, you kind of unravel and as you unravel there are people you meet in the world and you kind of help them create connections with other people and help forge meaningful relationships to me it seemed like matchmaker meets platforming which is like pretty cool it's it basically seemed like the most non ea thing to ever much, happen exactly much, yeah. and the guy who was talking was like was really passionate and yeah. all so it it was I mean, basically good really cool because the, 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 while the developer was talking he was almost breaking out in tears he actually carried his uh, uh, the the a doll which resembled the protagonist and he was, yeah like just showing it literally yeah. looked like blood sweat and tears went yeah, into the game it's so like, yeah. and to me it was like the most honest reveal of a game ever so yeah. and this is at yeah. a gaming conference so it's a big deal. and more importantly it's a gaming conference of not any publisher but EA, EA. yeah <laughs> which we all know has a yeah. reputation so yeah. shocking and unravel is coming to ps4 xbox one and pc yep. so where is it coming Oh, uh, I don't think they mentioned a date, yet. but uh, but then Andrew, it's up for pre-order already. So but like that. here's the thing: Andrew Wilson did mention that every game shown at at their press con is going to this be, year or next year. Yeah, this yeah. year or next year. So we can safely say next year. Yeah. So so yeah, that, and then after that, EA wasted a lot of time on Plants vs Zombies, yeah, Garden too much time. and on Pele. Let's not forget that. <laughs> so so basically, it was it, right after Unravel was just a haze for some of us because. They they spent a lot of time on Plants vs Zombies too and talking about how they're adding con- they'll add content. Yeah, it's apparently a big deal saying we're gonna support your game for free, like which free is, content. Yeah. yeah, I mean, which is I mean, you're already charging sixty dollars plus you'll have a season plus plus you'll have DLC. So I mean, yeah, support is kind of expected at this point yeah. in time. But I don't know. They had, they felt the need to talk about that. And there's yeah. also a single player mode finally, yeah. which is basically against bots. There's no, yeah. There's no campaign yeah. or anything. So um, and then we yeah. had a lot of sports. Not sports. It was just a lot of. Yeah, we had NHL, NFL, was like some, was some like NBA. Total, yeah, so total, so total they, fanboy moment was happening. Yeah, so Pele. it seems like they had Pele on stage to keep to, as an excuse for them to meet Pele. Yeah, and it was just it was incomprehensible. He Pele was apparently talking about the beautiful game and then some trip to Sweden. And I don't know what this yeah. felt so out of place. Like I wasn't sure whether it was ES conference or Polygon covering rock band preview. Also, oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know Polygon, really? what is that? Oh, so Polygon yeah. sent someone. This is a tangent, but Polygon sent someone for a rock band preview event. The new and, one, yeah, yeah, the new one. And uh-huh. instead of playing the game and talking about the game, he wrote a long article about how he was discussing the politics in, in the Philippines, Philippines and having a nice glass of sparkling something. Yeah, talking to someone else, and then oh, by the way, rock band was going on in the background, and it's okay. I don't really care about it. Yeah. That was their wow. preview. Yes, that was their preview. So, so yeah. it just seemed like that. It, it was. It just went, and then after the EA started talk, had a section about mobile games, which was yeah, and yeah. like not even interesting mobile games. Some stupid minion bullshit. Uh, yeah, so they have a tie up with the Illumination Studios, who made Despicable Me. So there was a mobile game which they talked about, which just too much time they spent on it. Really yeah, and I time. think we are also. So let's move on to the next point. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah, finally, and oh. Another Mirror's thing is, good Mirror's Edge was there before. Oh that. yeah, Mirror's Edge. Oh sorry, Sam. <laughs> so, oh yeah, for, guys, for those of you who don't know, Sam has a very strong and passionate love for Mirror's Edge. I don't know why, but okay. And yeah. EA also like they knew. I think they knew the conference was boring because they kept teasing at the bottom Star Wars Battlefront coming in twenty minutes, <laughs> yeah. in ten minutes or yeah. all. Yeah. So yeah, Mirror's Edge is happening and there's no gun combat, which is a good thing. In you can't, you can't. So basically, even in the earlier game, the moment you picked up a gun, you couldn't run because it was too heavy for yeah. her and all that. So, but now you can't even pick up a gun, which is. Just 
really cool because yeah. my fear was that they'll go the shooter action. Agreed, right? agreed. But they're but they're keeping it very focused on the running and 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 melee combat, which is which is very cool. What what I like is the direction they're taking the game. It's essentially kind of a reboot. Slash it is a reboot. Story. It is a reboot. And uh, they, it seems like they they're, they're not making any compromises in design. Yeah. No no gunplay to me is a very big plus point yeah. because it'll actually force you to think differently, and yeah. I think that's needed. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man. The first open world. Oh yes, that that was the interesting part. They yeah. mentioned it's a free roam game with no loading screens. Yeah. yeah. I how's the, it'll be interesting. It'll be nice to see how that comes together because the aesthetic is right there. It's like. Fantastic. I mean, even Mirror's Edge one was freaking beautiful. So. Yeah, so yeah. this is looking. And what they're gonna do is they. So when you start the game, you won't have the whole world open to you. It'll open up gradually yeah. to you, and you are gonna have even optional quest missions. Yeah. You're gonna have uh, time trials and races, and even yep. puzzles. They're gonna have puzzle yep. attempts. I don't know how that's gonna work, but it's yeah. It looks it looks really good. Yeah, and, and they have a date for it, which is surprising. Yeah, which which is and so I, yeah, it's and it's quite confident. I mean, you have dice working on that battlefront, battlefield, corner, whatever else. Yeah. So it's nice to see that. It's shaping out, shaping out really well. This might just be the catalyst EA needs. Oh <laughs> God! This was worse than EA's conference. At least I'm not free to Pele. Oh, <laughs> and at least the game isn't free to Pele either. <sighs> Combo breaker. But yeah, they, after all that, they ended with Star Wars Battlefront, which they showed a gameplay demo, and it looked really good. And when then you consider pre-ordering it in your head, and then you realize it's multiplayer only. Yeah, yeah. apparently. So I remember watching it, and I was, so I've seen this really, you know, this massive setup where you have this really big level yeah. and all players and suddenly you hear pew 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 I'm yeah. like what the fuck is this fucking uh, dice game yeah really? so guys um, that's kind of like how the, the movies even sound yeah. that's how I know, I know, I know but it, it, it just, it's just it's just so distracting like this is supposed yeah. to be a multiplayer shooter on a massive scale you, you got vehicles hmm. and you got these gigantic robot things and yeah. all that I mean yeah someone who but doesn't feel like like the guns on back up punch right? you don't feel like you're killing someone I agree I actually agree for someone who, who hasn't yeah. who hasn't who isn't as emotionally invested in Star Wars as like people Both like me are because yeah. hey I'm wearing Star Wars shoes but uh, I kind <laughs> yeah. of no, I kind of agree where you're coming from it doesn't seem to have the weapon feedback doesn't seem to have the uh, heft and punch you'd expect from, yeah. a, from a first person shooter and I, I, I don't know if that's going to be a plus or minus point but uh it's it is it is it brings up a very valid point because I mean whether and I think more people are going to have the same opinion. I I, I mean yeah. let's face it if there's no recoil, if it doesn't seem yeah, like there's recoil, there's, yeah. there could be a bit of concern from players. I wonder if non-Star Wars fans will actually play this game. I think they will because EA is going to market it for everyone. Also, also what you're forgetting is it's a, it'll be out just before the movie. The movie's out in December. The, the Disney marketing marketing machine oh, yeah, is, in, is in overdrive. Yeah, okay, it's going right? to like so, so there are going to be some crazy tie ups based on this. They're going to pull out all the strings. Yeah, and pull out all the stops. And uh, I think it's commercially it's going to be successful. So I think yeah, you have fans. They they do care. And more importantly, it's it's Star Wars, man. The series has been hibernation for the longest time. So it's nice yeah. to see yeah, something. Yeah, Disney is bringing it out. So I yeah. think it's going to do well but, for them. I just hope they don't overdo the bullshit with keeping content in the DLC because the last few Battlefront games. You had like a shitload of yes. content and free updates but, and stuff. But then keep in mind, the, those Battlefront games were made by by Free Radical, which is now a part of Crisis. Okay. Or the, the Crytek team. And yeah. uh, I, I don't know. And the, at that time, it was a different mentality. Yeah. Uh, that was the end of PS2 era, beginning of PS3 era. The, ba- the mentality was very different then. So we don't know what to expect. But I do agree. This, to me, the sore point is the lack of a single player campaign. Yeah. And uh, will that affect sales in India? For that, for that, we have the the... The Visceral game, the Visceral Amy Henning game, which is supposed yeah. to be an action adventure game, 
which which sounds more interesting to me than battle exactly For, i mean as a non star wars okay, fan agree, agree. Yeah, yeah but then like here's the thing rishi and i are like probably two of the biggest star wars fans yeah and we aren't considering pre-ordering it because there's no multi there's no single player it's multiplayer yeah. only like you lose interest like look what happened with titanfall like it's dead now and, and here's the thing titanfall could have been really good at launch and would still be playable if they had frontier defense which is okay. like co-op mode if they had the co-op mode at launch people would still be playing it now but then again i think with titanfall they they, they set the expectations very clear it's a new ip you can afford to take risks like no single okay. player yeah. but when you're when you're touching something like star wars with the amount of lore and the amount of backstory yeah. behind it you'd expect a single player game no what was really cool though in that in the demo was that it played like a battlefield match right you yeah. had this lot of soldiers and yeah. and and you had uh, planes and all of that yeah. but then at the end you had darth vader and this or this luke skywalker yes So then there was, there was like a one-on-one uh, yeah. thing happening at the end. So how does that work in a multiplayer match? That, that's going to be interesting to see. I I don't think that's going to. I think it's just going to be one of the many things that happen in a multiplayer game. I don't think it's going to be this massive grandstanding event where everyone else is just, just watching popcorn <laughs> and watching yeah. the world burn. I doubt that's going to be the thing. Yeah. But uh, it's maybe it's the cutscene now. Yeah. Also, either way, it's it's just it's just something for the fans to be interested in. Yeah. So yeah, that and that was a year. Yeah. So Mike, what did you think? Five. Probably, like just for NFS five. Yeah, I actually thought it was better than Xbox. So I give it an eight. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I give Mirror's it an edge. Yeah. Need for Speed. Mm-hmm. FIFA looked good. So yeah. I don't know. Like in my case, I'm like, yeah, probably a little more caustic than the rest of you. Four and four only because I got to make some epic Pele jokes. But that's about it. Okay. Like, yeah, four. Okay, I'm moving on to what I thought was worse than EA. <laughs> Ubisoft. Yeah, I like. Actually, like the same. What? Am yeah, I in some like parallel universe or something? Is this the real life? Yeah, like I just left for the, the the just dance part. Other than that, I was. I don't even I, remember the I, just dance part. I do. Because I, yeah, really it, so, yeah, but it was actually quite a good conference. It started fun. strong. It was fun to watch. Yeah. It started with, with South Park, which is always a good thing. Yeah, and they actually said like, did they say they weren't gonna do more games after yes, Stick of Truth? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I'm guessing uh, the money must have done the talking, and uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker decide who are the creators of South Park. Their money issues, dude. Still, yeah, just <laughs> more like money, South more problems. Park. Like wise men have said before. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's so. So it's going to be called uh, South Park. Uh, the fractured butt hole. The fractured yeah. butt hole. Yeah, that's the name. And uh, <laughs> classic. <laughs> yeah, Good and, and it, 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 while the first game, which was South Park: Stick of Truth, had had a more uh, fantasy focus, similar to Game of Thrones and Dragon Age and stuff. Like that this one will be focused on superheroes, yeah, which obviously. is really cool, uh, and it's not obsidian. Yeah, the which um, I mean to me is a bit of a sticking point. Yeah, like, you don't have obsidian making the game, but uh, it's looking interesting because hey, South Park. Then again, I'm a big fan, so yeah. I mean, and, and the fact that uh, uh, the, the creators went on to say that you know first time around we didn't know how to make a game. Uh, And this time we we have an idea of what's required, so that we yeah they're forward. like we know how to make a game after yeah. the first one, but we said we don't want to make, so we shouldn't let this talent yeah. go to waste. So Ubisoft did put in a lot of effort to ensure the game ship bug free and worked really well, and uh, I think now it's a question of capitalizing on that. Is there a date for this? No date, sadly, but uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that hits next year. Uh, yeah. Considering you have it's Ubisoft intern made internally now by Ubisoft San Francisco, yeah. which I think is the same guys who made Driver, right, sir? Yeah. No, that was reflections, but yeah, it's yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how much of it comes yeah. in, and who knows, we might see Ubisoft's signature design there with asking you to control or capture radio towers. We don't know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so th- that's a thing. Uh, 
Also, then, they are new IP then. Oh yeah, yeah. Really they always cool. do, and every they, every year they have a new IP. Yeah. So this was really cool. For uh, Honor. Yeah, it's called For Honor. It was pre- it was basically presented by a, by the game director who looked like a pirate. Yeah. With a cane and all, and it was quite it was quite cool. So the game has you in uh, melee combat as either a Viking, uh, a samurai, samurai, or, or a knight. knight. Yeah. And it looked gruesome. It looked sad. It looked like a combination of good parts of a lot of games. Yeah. I hope it actually turns the only out. The thing well. is that, that, that I think it's a multiplayer only game. Yes. Yeah. And it's like I don't know if, if multiplayer and melee combat go well together. Ah, oh, that's actually good. especially if, if it's if it's squad based because you have four on four. Yeah. And I think there are multiple battles going on in the yeah. in the map, and it, so it seems like it's whether the mechanics will work out in multiplayer scenario. I'm not so sure. Although this is this is basically Ubisoft's A team is Montreal working on it. So oh. so yeah so you so so you know they're going to invest heavily in it. But oh yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on the whole multiplayer melee combat thing. No, but uh, I I agree. But then it to me it, it's 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 like it's it's nice to see studios taking risks, especially like Ubisoft. Sure. Because if if you think about it right now, if you think Ubisoft, you think Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Prince of maybe Prince of Persia. Hopefully someday, but yeah. it's good to see them taking some risks. Yeah, it space. looked really cool, but I'm just not sure how it's gonna work. Likewise, and uh, though though they seem really confident because the game was playable on the show floor. Yeah. So maybe we'll know sooner rather than later on yeah. how it turns out. Um, they also seem uh, seem to take uh, their direct the game direction which they had on uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon to. Yeah, Fusion, Fusion expansion. Yes. Yeah, it was a it was some really crazy trailer with a cat on a unicorn and it was flaming. It was yeah, I wasn't even sure which game it was. Yeah, you know, I So this would be. Like this even, is not. Even is it now there was a season pass. Ah, that, that's a good question. Oh, is it a standalone? Game I think it's an expansion, so it'd be standalone. Okay, fine. But yeah. yeah, I mean, cats riding fire-breathing unicorns on, with double rainbow. That sounds like something you would do. Day zero. <laughs> Day zero. Yeah. It's like full-on meme fuel. So yeah. they had that. And uh, they even had... Uh, they had the, the usual downgrade of the of the conference, which is the division. Which, which looked like... It, did you not see how it looked from from the previous uh, demo? No, so they, I don't so, so they built the game in 2013. Yeah. And it looked really good. Mm. And this looks like a... An actual game, which is not as good as that. Ouch. So, but what was really cool is that they had this whole uh, really volatile situation between squads where you had where we had we had a squad with you, but then you had another squad come in yeah. who then worked with you, who you then killed, and then in the end your your own squad mate kind of killed everyone and, yeah. and took all the loot. So it was it was very tense the the, the way the whole thing works out. Uh, it, to me, it's a very sinister uh, trailer to, that actually showed off. What people end up doing in multiplayer games, yeah. and the fact that they're letting you do this, yeah, it's going to make for some very, very interesting experience. Also, I'm not sold on the game yet. Not, I don't know. I know we're going to see a beta on on the Xbox One in December and early 2016 for other platforms. Yeah. So it should be interesting. It'll be fun to see how this ends up uh, playing out because the if it's if it's anything like their past uh, uh, Tom Clancy efforts, I think it'll be. Worth looking into. But well, multiplayer only again, I think. Multiplayer only. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a, it's essentially an MMO, and it's yeah. it, it's going to be nice to see how that works out with the Tom Clancy universe. And yeah, speaking of Tom Clancy, they have a date. Universe, they have a date. Oh yeah, they do. Eight That's March. Eight March. Yeah. 
but yeah and yeah like everything was tom clancy something yeah. multiplayer shooter i got so bored like seriously <laughs> yeah but they had another tom clancy game a rainbow six siege which is looking really good oh yes looking really good yes so what they so they focused on on the on the single player and co-op elements for this for the demo that they had so far it's been a multiplayer only game but now they have terra hunt which is a single player against bots so you can have a team of 5 against bots yep. and they had a, they had a demo which is really cool it's a really cool demo yeah and uh, i think uh, and but, but there was one sticking point for all that for for a lot of ubisoft's uh, multiplayer demos was the, was that the way people spoke to each other in the game the, the way players spoke to each okay. other they seemed really scripted i mean you 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 never that verbose or that um <laughs> polite to people in multiplayer ever <laughs> and yeah that to me that was the so so point but Yeah, Marshall Bond there's no campaign because Vegas had a really good campaign. It was really really good. But yeah, they're focusing on multiplayer so let's I mean see. yeah, which which is I mean in a game like this, it's considering the series roots have been tactical tactical yeah. shooting. Yeah. Seems like a fair choice. Yeah. Uh aside from that, even uh, they 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 took a tangent off from Tom Clancy to focus on uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Which is very bizarre because it, it's like The game showed up on Ubisoft and, and Sony's conferences, and, and and they both were only CG trailers. There yeah. was no gameplay yeah. shown at all. Yeah, which is strange for a game which is coming out this year. Yep. Oh, uh, so I'm not sure that the game is is going very well. I don't know. Ah, uh, uh, well, uh, to me, the 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 biggest indicator of the game going well or not going well is the fact that uh they 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 mentioned on stage, and I think even in a press release sent uh, sent earlier was that the game will be playable for the for for the general public. Okay. And at at seven eight different locations worldwide, the Middle East yeah. has probably got a showcase yeah. uh, around this time. Some parts of Russia, uh, Australia as well, uh, and I think Europe also. So my point is, no, they, also, they also had a a gameplay video out on YouTube yeah. after after the show. Okay. But I'm wondering why didn't they show it at the press conference? I, I think from their point of view, it's it's a question of uh, the mess up that was Unity is still fresh in people's minds. That's I think that's also all the more reason to actually make sure that this is not this is not going to be as bad as that. So right? I think that like they said they are focusing on single player and not do not do multiplayer and yeah. stuff. So yeah. maybe they really want to polish it and then like just directly say here's the game here's embargo like two weeks before yeah. release your reviews they're good like buy the game and stuff and all. Yeah. So and they did show a trailer on Sony's conference where they really showed Evie which is the female yeah. character and it seems like there's going to be a difference in the way the two play. Yep. Yeah. Because that was uh, I think what was the what's the guy's name. Anyway, yeah. So he's more of a brawler, whereas yeah. Evie is more of a stealth, stealth yeah. character. So I'm, so I'm guessing they play differently. They will play differently, and uh, it's going to be. For it, to me, it seems like a. I mean, while technologically, yes, they claim it's more advanced than Unity. It's, it's a bigger game world, but it just the, the from whatever I've seen is that the entire game world doesn't feel doesn't as look, immersive as yeah. Unity. It looks, it looks really boring. Exactly, really yeah. boring. And and I don't know with past Ubisoft games. We pass Assassin's Creed games. the The biggest draw has been the game world, yeah. and and the things you could do in the game world. That that sense of interaction seemed missing to me. Yeah. But uh, who knows, man? I mean, at least we got a date out of that, and it's gonna be out this year. And I don't know, man. Let's see how it is. What else can we say? And then and they had Ghost Recon to end it. Oh yeah, which was a bit of a shocker because uh, the CEO he's getting up comes up on stage and is like, "Oh, we have our Paris uh, team working on a new game." And for a moment, I thought. Okay, is this Beyond Good and Evil Two re-revealed? Is this Rayman re-revealed? Yeah. But yeah, obviously I'm, I was clutching at the straws. But fact of the matter is, yes, it was Ghost Recon. Ghost Recon, and it actually looked pretty nice. Yep, an open world. Open world. And it was like a massive world of variety in the yeah. in the levels. 
and they had the gameplay demo where they showed different approaches to the same yes. to the same mission yes. which is really cool it looks really good yeah so again I, i'm wondering though is it multiplayer only is no it's it, not i don't it, think so it, there was focus on story in the trailer they talked a lot about busting drug they did, they did they did yeah true and and true. the the, the and they had vehicles as well exactly and, yeah. and the different approaches to play looked really nice yeah. as well so uh, it could be interesting because it's it's not your usual uh, if i'm not mistaken games like this are usually done by the canadian studios Ghost Recon, yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. to have the to have the Paris team working on this is a bit of is is going to be interesting to see because yeah. I, I I mean the it it seems like an interesting take on the series so yeah looking yeah, forward good. to that yeah good way to end very good way to end all right so what was your highs and lows and well for me South Park and uh, Ghost Recon definitely. And then yeah, the, the the division trailer simply because it shows you what a complete asshole you can be. <laughs> yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. Um, seven, seven for me as well. Mike, my the high was the thing actually ending. <laughs> <laughs> I'd give it a two probably because like I get probably I, the highlight was for honor, which it doesn't say much about the conference <laughs> for me. Yeah, like yeah. I really didn't like it. Yeah. So yeah. that brings us to the last one, which not last. The last major one, I'd say. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, the last major one. I will agree with that. I will definitely yeah, agree with that. Yeah, just Sony's press conference. So Sony's press conference. Which is basically just wow. a, a nostalgia trip, pretty much. I uh, cannot. I, st- I, I. It's like what two? Been two days since that conference, and I still cannot believe it happened. <laughs> yeah, I am a long-suffering fanboy. Yeah. So basically, what the, a conference. So, so there was speculation before that they were, that they might revive Last Guardian yeah. for at E three, and they did, and yeah. that, that was the first thing they showed. Yeah. But it looks the same as the, what they showed before. So I'm wondering what have they been doing because it because what they showed was the same kind of environment, the same kind of gameplay. Hmm. Uh, it didn't look better than the PS three version hmm. that they showed. So I'm wondering what have they been doing for the last five years, and are we just overhyping it because? These guys made Shadow of the Colossus, or is it actually worth the hype? Is what I'm wondering. Well, so here's the thing: if if you if you ever looked into the development history of this game, uh, Fumito Ueda, I think yeah. is that's his name. Yeah. He yeah. Uh, he left the comp- he left Sony in I think 2009 to join yeah. Bossa Studios. Bossa Studios is no well, at that time was known for Facebook games like uh, uh, were known for main games on Facebook. But then, and they've now pivoted. They do stuff like I Am Bread, Surgeon Simulator, and a bunch of Apple Watch games like Spy Watch. So at that time, he joined them, and so did I think the general manager of of Sony Japan at the time. Both of them had had left to join Bossa. Uh, I don't know what happened, or maybe it was a play by Bossa to, to to get more investment, get more VCs involved in the studio to show people, look, we got talent from Sony working with us. But uh, after that, it just seemed rather nebulous. The game was for the longest time thought to be canned. Until yeah. IGN last year uh, put out a story saying the game is indeed cancelled. Yeah. Uh, and it just seems. And then at the same time, if you guys noticed, uh, I think this was in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. Uh, Sony announced that there was a new studio head for Sony Japan, who was uh, an American. Who, okay. who I I don't I, I don't remember the guy's name. But the point is, so they they've been trying to. It seems like the Sony Japan, uh, Sony Computer Entertainment Japan has been trying to. Uh, get its its uh, its own indigenous Japanese studios on the same processes that its Western studios have and the same work yeah. ethic that its Western studios okay. have, and therefore, okay, bring back the original creator. Okay, bring uh, uh, get Mike Sony and the Nakamura. No, even to, after he left, so they always kept saying that that they still consulting on it and he and he's still working on the game. Uh, yeah, they always maintain that. They they always did, but then at the end of it, I mean. 
it just seemed like uh, something went terribly wrong within that team no actually i was i was seeing an interview from uh, shu yoshida yeah. at, at t3 itself yeah. and he said that what that that what we saw earlier in 2009 yeah. was not actual gameplay because the game wasn't wasn't performing at a decent frame rate back yeah. then also so okay. they had to actually touch up that ge- that game to show it to us, show it to us agreed and then they couldn't manage to make the game work as they wanted to so they, so so the game kind of went dead until the ps4 came around PS4. but like to uh, me that makes no sense uh, you 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 do not I mean, let's be honest. The last two games from uh, from the Trico team, as it's known, mm. were known for pushing their consoles. Shadow of the Colossus pushed the PS2. Yeah, but it was, yeah, but it was initially a PS1 game, which then got True. pushed to PS2. Eco, uh, Eco was, a, I think, a launch title in some territories for the PS2. Yeah. Yeah. So my point is, they're known for pushing the envelope. This yeah. this shouldn't have been unexpected. One, but then again, the game had some crazy performance issues. Agreed, but then I mean, at the end of the day, you you don't throw money at a problem without expecting a return on it. It just seems like there's more to this than we're being told. And there was a rumor that the NAC team is now working on this. Yeah, yeah, so what he said to that is that not only the uh, Japan studio, yeah. but even people from all over the world are helping develop. So, so I'm guessing the ICE team. The ICE team, exactly. Yeah, the ICE team probably working on so it, which is Naughty Dog, Santa yeah. Monica. For, for those of you who don't know, the ICE team is essentially the black ops of uh, Sony game devs. They move yeah. from studio to studio like fairy godmothers helping games yeah. ship. Yeah, because like, back when the PS3 was so hard to exactly. develop for, they needed someone to help them kind of yeah. push, uh, ship games. Yeah. So they, uh, they basically help ship out uh, Heavenly Sword, if I'm not mistaken, which is facing severe performance issues and yeah. a bunch of other games along the way. So why didn't they work on Skyrim then on PS3? <laughs> wow. I remember back in the salty. day, I remember back in the day, even EA games used to come out like a week or two later on exactly. PS3 because they couldn't get the game exactly. on time. It was crazy. So yeah, the, that was there. And then, uh, uh, but then uh, it, Last Guardian was, wasn't the only surprise. I mean, there's a new game from uh, Gorilla. Gorilla. Which is yeah. in Killzone. Yeah. Yeah. How was that? The game is so generic. I don't even remember the name. Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero, Dawn. Dawn. Zero Dawn. Yeah, but the yeah, actual like gameplay they showed. random generic words put together. What the fuck is that name, dude? Dude, it's about you know Zero Dawn and Horizons and stuff. <laughs> okay, jokes aside, it's actually it's actually it's an action RPG. Yeah, it's a really nice looking RPG. with action really RPG. good music and like I'm pretty sold on it already. Now yeah. here's the thing. Apparently, uh, prior to prior to the showcase, uh, Guerrilla has been coaching uh, developers from uh, CD Projekt, right? Heavily. Oh. Heavily. Okay. Uh, the game's premise is really cool wherein uh, the world has been taken over by an, by AI which has integrated itself with mother nature in a form. So therefore you have robotic dinosaurs which is pretty cool. Yeah. And robotic enemies which are pretty cool. So so, yeah. so so a lot of the wildlife you face off against uh, have, 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 look organic but actually have... Yeah, which is weird because you have these really futuristic looking dinosaurs yeah. but then you have human tribe which are medieval yeah. looking. So, yeah. it's, yeah. it's, so it's, it's a crazy contrast. Yeah, it's, and, and it looks very varied and uh, the gameplay looked nice. It looked really yeah. smooth. Uh, Guerrilla Games is known for its technical prowess. I mean, they really pushed the envelope with Killzone 2 and Killzone 3 back in the day. Uh, so, seems interesting. And I think it's got a release window, right? I think it's releasing this year, right? Winter, apparently. No, no, it's not, no? It's not no. this year. Oh, my mistake. I thought okay. it was releasing this winter. But yeah, it's looking really nice. It's one to look forward to. I think there's opinion. no date for it, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then after that, they showed Street Fighter Five. Yeah. And so said there's a beta coming in July on PS4. Yeah, and PS3, PS4 only, I think, not coming to PC. Yeah, yeah and yeah. here's the thing, like, this is the start of when I realized Sony cares more about the PC than Microsoft. <laughs> Tell us more. Yeah, so Street Fighter V is funded by Sony. Like, they said, yeah. the Capcom said the development wouldn't be possible without yeah, Sony's so, help. Yeah. And they're bringing it to PC as well on launch. Yeah. yeah. 
And after Street Fighter Five, we got a, we got to see finally proper gameplay for No Man's Sky, yeah, which seems to be the most game. ambitious game ever. Yeah. yeah. And that's now, as confirmed by the PC conference, launching on PC day one. Yeah. This yeah. is another game which is pretty obvious. Sony's funding. Sony's funding. Yeah. 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 So in fact, the Amazon placeholder image says only on PlayStation still. Yeah. So okay, that's okay. another thing which is now coming to PC as well. Yeah. And then we had the fucking bomb, <laughs> Final Fantasy fucking seven actual remake. Yeah. Finally, I, I I still can't believe that's a thing. Like oh. I stayed up to fucking EA and Ubisoft, and it was worth it in the end just to see them actually announce it. I was <laughs> I I still cannot believe it. I am in a state. That's like proper legit megaton for me. Personally, as a long-suffering Final Fantasy fan, I still cannot believe this is a thing. Uh, okay, now another question. Yeah. Right? You played the game on PS1. Yeah. Yes. Okay, why would you play a remake of it? Just because it looks better? No. The gameplay still holds up. Okay. The gameplay holds up because a lot of the... the story you already experienced. Yeah, it's right? not a question so, of the story. So what's the draw of a remake? For me, the draw of a remake in this case is essentially the game mechanics. Uh, the, the way... Uh, you get to interact with the game world in terms of the scenarios they throw you in. And the combat, to me, is still gold standard for, for GRPGs. And it, it is pretty open world after the beginning. Yeah, after the beginning, it is surprisingly open world. And like, it, it massively, like, when you play, for someone who's played Final Fantasy 4 before they played, like, I played the 2D ones before the 3D ones. Yeah. When I played Final Fantasy 7, first I thought, okay, they're just doing shit. But, like, it's legit, like, impressed me. So, what I'm wondering is about... Why are fans wanting a game that's like that other than that? Because it's not possible anymore. Like for anyone who's a Final Fantasy fan, you've gone through the like immense amount of disappointment. Yeah. From after Final Fantasy 12, 13 was meh. 13 2 was a little better. Then they did 33, which no one asked. Was 12 really good though? 12 was good. Yeah, yeah. so that was the last Yeah, that was the last good one. I mean, uh, the best output on in terms of JRPGs, came from Square Enix in the in the late 90s on the yeah. PlayStation 1. The dream teams responsible for these games are not working at the company anymore. They're not there. They're, they're, they've gone, they're doing other stuff. All right? And this is bound to happen. This happens with every studio everywhere. But the fact of the matter is, after a shitload of epic RPGs on the PS1 and PS2, there was barely nothing on the PS3. Yeah. All right? And now, the very fact that you're, you're, you're bringing back a classic, a well-revered game, which, hey, uh, massive confession it's the only game I cried in yeah but can they mess with it and, and, and try and change it anyway? they won't so here's they what they've not. said, they've like said in, not in interviews they said that we're gonna maintain the story yeah but and even the mechanics like there's a cross-dressing scene they said yeah. look forward to that all that is gonna but be there the interesting thing is a lot of people who are working on Final Fantasy 15 like from the dream team as yeah. we call it are now working on Final Fantasy 7 remake so <laughs> yeah. they are actually putting more of their talent into a remake of Final Fantasy 7 than Final Fantasy 15 but I that is but that is more in demand anyway than it is, it is but you know you know you asked us why we want to play it it's like when you imagine a game which really affected you yeah, and this changed is how you game. look at games you know you have this rose tinted image of how the game was but when you replay it you realize it's mechanically yeah. bad yeah. and all that yeah. Yeah. this will hopefully like be how it appears to us in our head like how we remember Final Fantasy 7 right. is like this is going to impress us so right. that's why the story you've experienced but like it's freaking Final Fantasy 7 we'll do it again eh, I mean like yeah that, that's cool very high noble intentions Mike but for me it's very simple turn based combat how it should be that is the biggest draw for me so you're saying is that in all these years they haven't evolved turn based combat in any they game? have but in like in game. every Final Fantasy game they've changed it in a very interesting manner which yeah. stopped at 12 exactly like 13 was like it basically was you know how Call of Duty is like corridor to corridor and yeah. you want Doom 
That's yeah. exactly what happened in Final Fantasy. Like yeah. 12 ended with like good maps, good combat. 13 became here cutscene, here fight, here lightning armpits. So, so you know what? Yeah, yeah. this is true. <laughs> That's actually so, <laughs> so. You know, honestly, sense uh, and which is why combat combat aside, the exploration was really nice as well. So it's, it's and there were so many mini games and there's like I. Yeah. Three discs, you had to chain them. It's like, I just can't wait for this. But <laughs> yeah. it's been announced too soon. Yeah, but I feel it's been announced too soon. And more importantly, I also think it, it it's, it's underlying the fact that... The very fact that you have to remake something like this... Means Square Enix is really desperate for cash. Yeah. <laughs> because this is like the nuclear thing, your last resort. It's, it's like... When musicians don't have anything new to put out when they remaster their old catalog, this is the game. Yeah, this is like yeah, yeah, but I wonder if that's true because they they are they are doing well with their Western games. I don't know about how they're doing in Japan. Yeah, but you know what's happened is uh, like in the nineties, or she said that Square was like the gold standard of yeah. JRPGs and yeah. RPGs. Atlas has taken that over from them, and people don't yep. respect Square Enix anymore. Yep. So yep. they're trying to get goodwill with this. And sure. the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming first to PlayStation Four. That's what they said. Yeah. It'll probably land up on PC because that's like a given now. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's not going to come to Xbox One. No, Sony will not let so that happen. Be funding it, right? I'm no, they aren't. But like, it's one of the. It's like one of Sony's games. Like you remember the PlayStation so, with that. So, game. so, so like back in the day when the when FF Seven came out, uh, it was heavily advertised by Sony. It was at the time where. And in fact, it was lot, published by Sony it, also. In it, Square wasn't doing very well, right? At the point. at the time, no, Square yeah. wasn't. Uh, but uh, to me, the the and and and, and honestly, FF Seven to me is is basically a, a symbol of the entire press conference wherein Sony's it, it, to me it seems like Sony's back in their uh, early in their late 90s phase where we're hungry we're aggressive we don't have the exclusives but we'll, we'll foster the partnerships needed to make it happen so you, you're bringing back nostalgia like mad you're bringing back Last Guardian you're bringing back FF7 and uh, whether it works out or not it's a secondary story but the announcement alone it's a win it's a big win right? yeah there. I mean like uh the three rumors which everyone expected were Last Guardian, FF7 Remake, and now what we're talking about next, Shenmue 3 and Sony exactly. delivered on all three. Yeah. Yeah, but Shenmue 3, I don't think anyone was expecting, right? It uh, was, came out of nowhere. So what happened there is... Were, the there were teasers, Suzuki, like I saw Fawcett. Yeah, yeah. Fawcett yeah, Yu Suzuki yeah. said he was at E3. Gio Corsi, the guy who was responsible for the, the, you know, building the list hashtag for getting yeah. games on PlayStation... He followed Yu Suzuki a day before the conference. So, and Shenmue fans are crazy. So, they track all this. Yeah. So, like, there was more rumors like that. And they actually, like, announced it yeah, as a Kickstarter. So, and here's the best, here's the funny part. Now, after Sony announced it, uh, it got funded in under 24 hours. Nine hours. It got, un- it got funded hours. in eight hours. Yeah. There we go. Eight and hours. now it's almost at three million. I think yeah. it's going to break the bloodstain record also at this it, rate. Yeah, probably. How much? Five million. Five million. And this is like 31 days are still left for yeah, this. Yeah, how much Star Citizen is, I think, think, yeah, but like, I think we're talking about games. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, point is, to me, what's the most interesting part in this uh, announcement is, uh, is the fact that if all of you guys were so, you know, engrossed and enamored and obsessed with Shenmue, why the hell didn't you buy the first two games in the first place? Like, Like, I didn't even know about it until last year. It wasn't on Dreamcast and the Xbox. Yeah, Yeah. so then my point is, still, if if, if, if people are so in love, buy the the console, right? No, no, but I'm wondering what Sega is is thinking right now. They they, they, they didn't expect... There's there's an FAQ at the bottom of the Kickstarter which says, is this okay? And Sega said they've given us their blessings to work with this, but they cannot do Shenmue 1 and 2 HD or resell them because... Sega, Sega will yeah. have to do that. Yeah. But what they can do is there's a stretch goal which I think is beaten now where they'll do cinematic movies as recaps. Yeah, which is what they did with Shenmue 2 on, on the, the Xbox, Xbox in the US. Yes. Yeah. They had Shenmue 1 which was made into a movie in Japan. Like they had an expert playthrough of the game 
and they put the cutscenes together and made like a one and a half hour yeah. movie. That was included as a DVD, I believe. Uh, yeah.
like you had polar bears and piano men and and teddy bears the teddy bears killing zombies yeah yeah i don't crazy. even so basically what it is is that so the game is basically a creation tool which lets you create dreams or any random bizarre yeah, yeah. uh or the ideas you may have and you can actually then share with the world like they do in LVP yeah and like that and what happens then is when you're playing the game you basically see various dreams which are stitched okay. together put together as a sequence and uh-huh. you play through that uh-huh. it's still very confusing and it's still, and there's no proper information on the game yet but uh-huh. this is basically what the premise is and i have no idea where it's going to go i think like they drop the ball sort of on this because whenever media molecule does a thing like it just feels magical this yeah. felt a little like a tech demo yeah. to me yeah Yeah. So I think uh, if they and would have made Tearaway on uh, Morpheus, I would have been more impressed by it. I think more than more than the previous game, this, this is going to rely m- more heavily on the on the creation tools and the, and yeah, to make it really easy for people to actually get into agreed, it. Agreed. Agreed. Because you need to make your stuff before make make your team before you can play them and all that. So yeah. it's going to be strange. And and the fact that they're focusing a lot on player collaboration compared to their earlier games. Yeah. could be a sore point yeah. i i don't see too many and there's no there's no like base for the game like in lvp you could make yes. various kind of games okay. but it was it was basically a platform which you could play this yeah. this has no base idea like, like there's no base game which you can expand on with i don't know i have a feeling this is going to be packaged with every morpheus yeah, headset i have a feeling that's like okay. the, i we don't have a price for morpheus also i think every vr maker is waiting yeah. for someone else to announce a price <laughs> yeah. so but yeah on the topic of morpheus apparently there's a game announcement very brief uh which is going to be made by gorilla cambridge. cambridge the guys who are behind the very cool killzone mercenary yeah so apparently they have a game coming out called rigs which is basically esports but for morpheus so they claimed a yeah. a ba- kind of 3 on 3 brawler type some arena game. sort of uh, arena brawler yeah. Sort yeah. Of game but that was it very little information yeah they didn't have any they didn't as in it was strange that the entire e3 was not that heavily on vr yeah. like as we thought it because like yeah there were rumors that sony has 20 vr games for morpheus which they're yeah. going to show and yeah. like i think they saved that for like the show floor so yeah that's it and, and then, then after- once again they had battlefront on the sony conference as well yeah which, was yeah they showed yeah they showed co-op as well yeah and they also spoke about disney infinity 3.0 the star wars thing yeah which is like i mean yeah, yeah. a non a non announcement for most of us because yeah. no one cares yeah no one actually breaks that you forget caring yeah. and speaking of caring apparently we are back in uncharted territory <laughs> oh yeah but like we finally saw like a legit long demo yeah and this they posted a full demo which is like i think 10 minutes or 11 minutes long which actually has more crazy stuff than what they showed during the conference yeah so and like you can see why naughty dog said it's difficult to hit the 60 fps target yeah. with the amount of shit going on and how good it looks yeah, i think what's new is is Usually, like the earlier games were very tight and very linear in the way you could approach them, but this now, looks more now, open. Yeah, but now because yeah. they have they have driving for the first time, you can actually yeah. drive a vehicle for the first time. I think yeah. they, they, the levels are way more open, but oh, yeah. it still looks really good. Yeah, and uh, the whole thing, the the whole grappling hook thing at the end was crazy. It looked really good. Yep, but, and yeah. it's, it's but just still no release date. Yeah. yeah, next year. I think it's supposed to come early 2016. Yeah. I think it's like in the first quarters, what maybe? That would be no. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, like, and they didn't mention the Uncharted collection. Like, they just had the announcement yeah. on yeah. the blog. That's it yeah. going on. So yeah, and after that, I mean, before that, they did say that the PS4 got a media app, which it did get. Oh my God! Finally, listening to the IVG podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and if you're listening, give us a date for FF7 already. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, if you have a PS4, I think you just restart it, and the app shows up, or it's yeah. like a yeah. download. Yeah, it comes shows up, and then you go to store and download. Yeah. So yeah, it's like so they got support MKB, MKB DLNA, yeah. MP4. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And they have a 20th anniversary controller which Sam and me are very excited definitely, about. Definitely. Like day one for sure. But it looks yeah. just like a great controller. 
it is just a great it is a great controller so, with the original ps logo yeah. and there's a great there's a 20th anniversary headset as well so sony is now remastering hardware yeah pretty much as speaking okay, of remastering heavy rain and beyond two souls <laughs> yeah. are coming to ps4 no but they are being remastered from what i read so no they are they, they said they are saying it's coming to ps4 but they didn't say it's no they said we've made uh, necessary changes and tweaks and graphical improvements i yeah. think it's like okay. probably just upscaled or whatever yeah, yeah. but yeah like that's coming it's apparently been announced only for europe and pal territories and there is a physical release of both together but yeah that's it for sony so sam what do you think i liked uncharted the most it was yeah. it was really good uh on the whole i'm really unsure because uh, if we just go by what we saw i would give it an 8 because it was really good uh, yeah. thing but 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 there was coming immediately or coming this year or even early next year there was not much okay so i think give it a 7 overall or 7.5 maybe but yeah My I I like they they got the three check boxes right like mm. Adam Boy said that like you wanted Shenmue three done you wanted FF seven done Last Guardian done we got all three of them done mm, yeah. so like the wow factor was like better than anything else I've seen at E three mm. for mm. sure mm. and I'm like looking forward to a lot of games but then yeah like Sam said everything was coming two thousand sixteen mm. yeah so I I give it a nine. I would have given it a ten if there was more stuff that was coming this year, but yeah. definitely a nine. Like it was totally worth staying up for that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Rishi. Well, I wanted a price drop, and that didn't happen. And to me, that's that that will be a sticking point because going forward, you have the holiday season coming out. Hopefully, they'll announce a price drop at Paris Game Week or Gamescom because. Uh, Xbox, I think, has a fifty dollar advantage over yeah. it, and that is a big deal in my opinion. Yeah, but fifty dollars more for ten eighty people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's there. So that that was so that was one thing which was strangely missing. Uh, secondly, is yes, I mean, yeah, best announcements ever, super emotional. I still can't believe FF seven is a thing, but guys. I mean, what worries me is that there is no release date on anything. Vaporware. It yeah, essentially yeah. that is what worries me, and I mean. We, we, If you've been watching E3 as long as I have, you you're aware of the song and dance that goes into that goes in goes into presentations <laughs> like this, and you you kind of used to your you know emotions getting screwed over. So I'm going to be very skeptical on this one. I'd like to see them deliver and see stuff on the shelf. Hopefully in my lifetime. Okay. Um, I'd probably say uh, eight. All things. You considered. know what? What's interesting is they announced a lot of release dates for games like Until Dawn. Everybody's gone to yeah. the Rapture and Tearaway exactly before the conference. So it seems like yeah. they already wanted to announce that they wanted to save their freaking big guns for exactly. the conference. They just went and said, "Here, screw you. We got everything rumored." So basically, E three is a, is about the future. It's not about what's, what's coming now, but you yes. yeah, still want to see something that's more immediate. Yeah, spe- it didn't happen. Speaking of more immediate, like a masterclass of more immediate <laughs> was Nintendo. Yeah. Okay then. What? So Sam, what did so you think I'm of Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> So I'm it gonna, had. I'm gonna be quiet now for for a bit. <laughs> so, so I mean, uh, Nintendo uh, has is basically has a you know love slash ignore relationship with E3. The last time they did something was I think 2013, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they, they they usually save everything for their own Nintendo Directs, as they call it, which yeah. is like broadcasted for Japan, for Europe, and America yeah. together. But they are different conferences. Yeah. And uh, this time they had a proper E three conference, and they had a treehouse stream, which is basically their version of here's the show floor, but it's live streamed, and yeah. you can like people are playing stuff. So they started off with Star Fox. What do you think? No, they start off with Muppets. Oh yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, while they do have a E three conference per se, it's not exactly a conference because it's pre recorded. So uh, they showed up with uh, uh, Reggie Fieldsame, who's known for. 
who's the guy from the my body is ready memes also the the ceo of nintendo america uh, shigeru miyamoto the human bowser yeah the human bowser yeah. uh, miyamoto and iwata as well and all three of them showed up as muppets which was epic yeah. uh, maybe that they're, they're trolling their fans indirectly i don't know but it looked really cool uh, they showed off star fox Uh, for Wii U, for Wii U, which is being developed by Platinum Games as well, notorious for Vanquish and Bayonetta, which are and Kamiya is like, notorious for blocking people who ask for Star Fox. Yeah, so <laughs> that's the thing now. Yeah, so But, that looked really nice, and they made they looked like they were making decent use yeah. of the gyroscope and all. Yeah, all what, the thing. What is really nice is that they actually spend time to explain rather than give you bullet points. Which is and give you a pre-recorded demo. They showed someone actually yeah. playing the game and moving. Yeah, and, and what is aside from that, they also explained what the the thought process behind it. So you had a few minutes of Miyamoto explaining, you know, uh, I that he was influenced by games like by by TV shows like Thunderbirds. He was influenced by Japanese shrines in terms of architecture in the games bridges and stuff. So it was really cool, and uh, and that was to me one of the biggest announcements they had there. Um, aside from that, the really big one, the other nice uh, big one was uh, Mario Maker. Yeah, like Mario Maker, which is basically some. If if you're into Mario, you've probably seen the custom levels which are on YouTube, and there's yeah. Asshole Mario also, which is like a super hard version. Yeah, and like everyone has like their own version of tweaking the levels and stuff. Yeah. But this is an official version by Nintendo for the Wii U, which lets you use the gamepad and the stylus for. Like making your own levels, and it spans all the Mario games from the original one to mm. the new platformers, and like they actually showed legit like gameplay, and yeah. you can upload your levels. And what's interesting is, unlike all mods, you have to actually finish your level and finish yes. your creation before you can. So upload you can't troll people, else. and so more. It's, a, it's the same a two D platformer. Yes. yes. Yeah, but it's like every version, so you can use graphics from the old one, you can use items from the new ones, you can put whatever character. Galaxy you want. also. No, no, no. Only the two D ones. The two D ones. So it goes all from the original Super Mario. All the uh, or uh, all the way up to uh, new the Wii one, yeah, new, new Super, Super Mario, Mario Brothers, Wii U, new Super Mario Brothers, Wii U. Okay, fine. Yeah, so, so it goes all the way up to there. Uh, what's really cool is that Nintendo have are trying to foster a sense of community by making sure people don't troll. So you have a limit of ten uh, creations you can put put up on the on the store on uh, online, and depending on the popularity, you'll be able that that number of ten can be increased. So that's one nice thing to do. Secondly, is you can you can download people's levels and play them. and play them. But if you you if you you can't re-upload them with minor tweaks. Now I don't know how that's going to work because that obviously means there's some form of curation or uh, so we're not going to see Steam basically. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> essentially, some form of curation that happens where to make sure that people just don't you know re-upload someone else's levels. So that's interesting. And uh, most importantly, I mean, it, it seemed like. The they they showed uh what goes behind designing a game and they showed that you know back in the day they used to work with graph paper and tracing paper to actually create a game level because if you made a mistake you can't erase on a graph paper again you just add tracing paper on the top and make the changes there so it's pretty cool and uh, it's it's it seemed like a really nice way to learn how to make uh levels in a game. Which is it's to me one of the coolest things. Like I yeah. thought it was a gimmick first when they yeah. announced that you can make custom Mario levels because there are tools for that already. Yeah. But this is like this seemed like a really good. It had the Nintendo polish basically. Yeah. So yeah, I I've pre-ordered it and I don't even have a Wii U yet. So yeah. that's just speak for itself. So and then I, they went on to I, the, I, I saw briefly this one demo where they had like clones, like two Mario, yes. two Princess Peaches. Oh no no, that was uh, Paper Mario. Yeah, that's the next thing. So then yeah. they moved on to 3DS where they announced. Like Mario and Luigi teams RPGs exist. Like yeah. there have been three on the 3D on the DS, yeah. and Mario and Luigi Dream Team has existed on the 3DS. Now there's a crossover from one Mario game to another. Like yeah, Nintendo did that. Yeah. So you have Paper Inception. Mario meets Mario and Luigi RPG, and that's where you saw different Marios and different peaches yeah. and different bowsers. But surprisingly, there was only one Luigi at any given. Yeah, there's time. no Paper Luigi. So Rip Rishi. Dude. 
Yeah, like worst thing ever. It's like is he is this just like is this is Luigi like Doctor Who only one version across all the universes? So so that I don't know. that happened and then they moved on to announce two Zelda games. One is a 3DS port of the Wii U Hyrule Warriors, which is like yeah. the most non-Zelda game. Yeah, it's like a Samurai Warriors. A Musu game, yeah. as they call it, and, and uh, then there's a co-op Zelda game, which looks pretty cool. Yeah. Triforce Heroes, and uh, it takes place in this fan in this realm, fantasy realm, where everyone's supposed to be stylish. Yeah, they actually said that, and the suits you wear and how you suit up determines how you fight, face off against enemies. So it's kind of like fashion simulation meets Zelda with dungeons and bosses, and it's co-op with up to three players yes. at the same time. And there's online co-op, so if you are thinking of buying it and you know there's no one in India who has a 3DS, you can play it with other people. Yeah. So that'll be good. And then the big announcement of them all is, which is what gave me the deadline to buy a Wii U. X. Xenoblade X has a release date of December fourth. Which, For those of you who yeah. don't know, it is basically giant mechs, which is awesome. Sci-fi setting, even more awesome. Except you know, like the other sci-fi games, this actually has a distinguishable art style. Uh, it's it's a huge open world monster hunter meets sci-fi meets mechs. Uh, open world RPG. It's like it has elements of an MMO in single player form. Yes, yes. And it's basically like you can't. The scale is just insane. Like yeah. just. I can't believe they managed porting the other one to 3DS, the first one. Yeah, so it's 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 essentially like uh, the same game in the series. The last game was uh, Xenoblade Chronicles, which was on the Wii and the 3DS, new 3DS, new 3DS only. And uh, yeah, it, it's nice to see that uh, this is actually coming out. It was first announced in 2012. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's finally seeing the light of day. It's not for everyone. Uh, that, that's one thing for sure. There is going to be kind of a... Just like Nintendo's other stuff from yeah, the conference. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of it isn't, it isn't going to appeal to, to everyone, but it's, it's nice to see that's finally coming out. I think those are the major... Yeah, and then they trolled Metroid fans. So if you're a Metroid fan, haha. So yeah. yeah, what did you think of the Nintendo conference overall? 11 on 10, my body is ready. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after I watched it, I was completely sold on it. And I was actually looking at Wii U deals. And I even spoke to Rishi about it. But then I realized that a lot of people were angry because... There was supposed to be an Animal Crossing Wii U game, which turned out to be a basically money-making scam in the form of Amiibos. They didn't have the mainstream appeal that Nintendo conferences usually have. Yeah. So personally, I'd give it an 8 easily or maybe even a 9, but I can see why a lot of people are angry about Did it. Did they show the new Wii U Zelda, which was another? No, no, no. That, 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 that's the, that is the only sticking point everyone has. Yeah. Because that, that was kind of cool, actually, when, I, when they announced Yeah, that, that was. But then uh, I think that was announced way back in, I think, 20. They said that it's going to skip E3. Yeah. So They'll probably show it at a Nintendo Direct randomly maybe, when they have later. Yeah, a later time. But then the fact that it wasn't there is a sticking point. Because each generation of Nintendo home consoles has seen a Zelda game. So, yeah. Like an original one, not a remake. Yep. And did they talk about NX? Whatever. No, no, no. In the <laughs> beginning, he said that uh, we are transforming gaming. Like, we have stuff coming on mobile. Yeah. And we also have a new platform, NX, which we'll speak about more in 2016. Yeah. So, that's about it. And, and also, they did announce... Yeah. So, if you're listening and if you care about Nintendo, you probably know what Pokemon is. Pokemon is about to die this December. Why? Because Yokai Watch, which is a franchise which has killed Pokemon in Japan for the most part, is coming to the West now. What is that? It's similar games. <laughs> it's similar Seriously? gameplay where you capture like these monsters which are called Yokai and they wrap them in your watch. Yeah. And it has turn-based gameplay, but it's actually like I can't believe how well it sells in Japan. Yeah. Like it's outsold every Pokemon. Yeah, what meaning it's a smartwatch thing. It's like no. you have a watch which stores monsters, like how you have a Pokemon yeah, which stores Pokemon. Actually, actually at the cost of being slightly pedantic, Yokai is I think Japanese for demons. So you actually get to store these ghost slash demons on your yeah. watch which is it's a cool premise I can see I can it's I, like Nino Kuni as well like that had yeah. the same thing so so here the thing is and it, it, it would sell well in Japan because the, uh, 
I mean, culturally, yokai is a big deal for them. So, yes, it would sell well. It's, whether it it's eaten a lot out of the Pokemon exactly. sales over there. Now, whether that would translate into Western territories, God only knows. No, so they are investing heavily in marketing it. They have a tie-up with Hasbro for the toys. Wow. Yeah, so they're going all in with this. And if you notice, they didn't announce a Pokemon game yet for the holidays. Yeah. Which is a yearly thing. Pokemon is, is basically... also a Nintendo thing? Yeah. This Monsters, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's published by Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's a, that's going to be a really big deal. I'm really curious to see if it actually sells well. Yeah. Because they've left the holiday season blank with no Pokemon game. No, dude. They announced Yokai X Pokemon. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why not? So, yeah. So, like, I was really impressed with Nintendo's thing. And now yeah. we move on to Rishi's favorite company. What? Vaporware. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Square Enix happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, they, they announced uh, Just Cause 3. Yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, like if there was any, if there was an award for orgy of of explosions, this would win. Yeah, it, it looked fantastic. This is what Sandbox was all about. It's, it looks insane. It looked insane. And it has a release date. First yeah, December. December. First December. Yeah. So essentially, game of the what what Sam's calling the game of the year is out last month of the year. So yeah, look forward, looking forward to it. It was insane. The stuff you could do. Like wow, like, it's crazy, and they also had a gameplay video out later, which is yep. crazy. You, you, you actually use the wingsuit through tunnels and shit. Yep, yep, yep. You can basically keep flying by using your grapple hook along with yep. your wingsuit and parachute to yeah. always stay in but, the air, and it's crazy. Which is really, and you can summon planes yeah. by just throwing a tracker or some shit like that, and they just drop from the sky and all. It's crazy. It's like is, the cheats in GTA. <laughs> yeah, which is interesting. Throw beacon and boom, it just falls. Which is interesting because a lot of sites felt the game was too hardcore. And I'm like, how? This is like an ideal playground for destruction. Yeah. Uh, but but then it just went kind of bizarre after that. <laughs> so there's an announcement of Nier, which... Uh, is which was a PS3 and Xbox 360 game, which has a huge cult following. Yeah. Didn't they have two Nier games? No, no they had one. Uh, it was supposed to be split up into two, which is yeah, what they did for yeah, Japan. Yeah. Nier one and action Nier. game, one yeah, RPG. which was basically near replicant, and I think near only. Huh. So, uh, and both were for J- ended up. So being that guy whose daughter is killed yes, or yes. lost or something. Yes, so to go find her. Yeah, so you go back and there's a bit of time traveling. There's a bit of mm-hmm. different eras. It's 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 uh, it was the first game I think was made by Cavia, which has now shut down. Uh, and now it's being done with uh, Platinum Games. Who yeah, seems to be everyone's Platinum is basically the new Telltale. Yeah, Platinum is like doing stuff for everyone. Like yeah. Transformers, uh, Star Fox, yeah. Uh, this, and, yeah. And also, uh, it's exclusive for the PS4. Yeah, and and, and then and, and then in a move that just seemed like pure nightmare fuel, <laughs> the producer of the game showed up on stage wearing a moon, a moon face mask, <laughs> which is synonymous with the first game. And also the time when the conference happened, like all of us were so burnt out yeah. with E3, like... What? Not sure if real or like yeah. nightmare. Or yeah, this so. was like so weird. And he didn't even take it out at the end of the conference. Like he was just clapping slowly with yeah. it like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... It's a stuff... It, to me, it was like the most bizarre moment of E3. And this is an E3 which had essentially a Sesame Street show which was the Nintendo conference. And yeah. this kind of topped that in terms of being bizarre. Uh, the game has I no release most date. of what they showed is PS4 exclusive. Yeah, so, so we get to that like Square Enix is trying to get their whole RPG cred back. Yeah. So they yeah. like with FF7 with the new Nier yeah. and also they finally showed gameplay for Kingdom Hearts 3 which yeah. seemed like more vaporware than FF15. It wasn't, it wasn't gameplay. They were uh, calling it target footage which is Oh, no. It actually had gameplay with the UI and all. I saw no, 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 it wasn't. It was it was UI, but it wasn't actual gameplay. It was target, target okay. footage, which, wow. which they mentioned at the bottom at the start. So of the, oh, yeah, I so essentially more vaporware. Yeah, but, but the point is, uh, like Mike said, it seems to be an attempt. 
there, there was a tangle uh, world yes, right yes yes yeah. so they also had some some disneyland uh, yep. themed yeah they yep. interviewed some people from disney and like people from disney were there at the conference yeah. and yeah getting more rpg cred jrpg cred i should say yeah. they announced star ocean 5 which is now called star ocean integrity and faithlessness <laughs> in Most, games journalism yeah, like and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's coming to ps4 only and this is a theme everyone should realize is happening if a game exists cross gen in japan it is only going to come current gen in the US, yes. in the west Yes. It's happened with Dragon Quest Heroes and now it's happening with Star Ocean. So 2016 yeah. release window releasing in Japan end of this year. Yeah, it looks surprisingly decent. I mean, for most part six yeah. six six six, play, uh, six character parties, turn-based combat, a uh, surprising amount of exploration. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, and they announced Tokyo well, RPG, kind of barren, right? Yeah, like it, the, it, it, the, the it whole, looked super barren. Like, whether there's combat, like, like you, you walking up the stairs and there were monsters waiting for you yeah. over there, whatever. It looked, it looked kind of, it looked kind of barren, but still promising from from a simple standpoint because the producer actually said that you know our our our, our end our goal here is to make a classic JRPG. Which, I mean, we've had, like, very few, they've been few and far between. Few so, big ones, I'd say. Yeah. And they, he also said that they're aiming for 60 FPS. I don't think anyone who's into JRPGs cares about Yeah, no that. one cares about 60 on a JRPG. Yeah. But so, yeah, and they also announced they have a new IP coming from a new studio called Tokyo RPG Factory. Yeah. And this is showing our commitment to JRPGs and stuff. So and the, the new RPG is console only, they claim. Which essentially... Project Setsuna. Setsuna. Yeah. It's Project Setsuna. Uh, they claim that it's going to be a big deal, that it's a little uh, uh, more ahead in Please be excited, basically. Yeah, please be yeah. excited. <laughs> but I don't know, the point is, what's going to be interesting with with, with with this announcement is, firstly, dude, Tokyo RPG Factory, I mean, I might as well open like, you know, uh, a, a club in Mumbai called, Mo- uh, a development studio in Mumbai called Mumbai Cricket, uh, Mumbai Cricket Studio or something. It's the same, like, yeah. it's as generic a name as it can yeah. be. Like, or, or someone in Texas opening Texas FPS factory or something. But, you know, because Doom and it have, I mean, Doom and it have their uh, roots in Texas. But So, yeah, they, they showed, like, I'm pretty impressed by what they did. I thought they'd just, it'll just be a Western-focused stuff. With, yeah. And speaking of Western-focused stuff, so they actually showed more details about Hitman. Tell us yeah. more about Also, uh, oh, that was an interesting one. Very yeah. interesting one. And, because uh, they kept using the words, first on digital, which is a little worrying to me. And then they keep, th- okay, they kept talking about, how uh, it's an open immersive world and you'll keep getting updates to your game and I don't know I could be wrong but it doesn't seem like your traditional Hitman game in spite of looking fantastic oh and the UI like holy shit I thought uh, Supergiant Games and XCOM had the best UI this is like like, holy shit this looked legit impressive but what worries me is what kind of Hitman game is this there was no specification yeah, on a single so I've been chasing some news for it and and the way it, what it so the way it's, the way it is actually so it's, it's going to be a traditional hitman game where you are going to have story and all yeah. that but you won't have the whole game at launch so what's going to happen is so it'll be a polished game so, huh. so it won't be early access like it won't hmm. be like a unfinished unpolished game but it won't be the full game content wise okay so so it'll launch digitally on december 8th and it'll huh. be not the full game and they'll gradually add the game by taking in feedback and stuff like that okay. like user feedback so it's, it's, it's like a mix of early access and a mix of episodic yeah and but then and then towards the end towards like the next year they'll complete the game and then it'll be out on disc so that's this, the way it's gonna so be. this is what worries me you guys i mean to me, this seems like the purgatory of game development. On one end, you have early access. On the other, you have full final product. This is like that grey, nebulous territory somewhere in between, which I don't know what's going to happen here. Because as, as a fan of the series, as a fan of good single-player campaigns, the way they're going on about it seems like they want my money to fund development without actually saying so. 
It's I a think, different story I, if you're I, saying, I think you know, it's more it's more episodic style than early access because the game is not going to be buggy or, or or lacking in any features. It's going to be the full game and it's going to be polished. But they can't say episodic not. because I don't think they, they can commit to regular yeah, they can. content. That's the and digital only. So what they're saying is uh, there's going to be there's going to be a story and a okay. campaign, but yeah. it's not going to be complete at launch. It's going to be added over time. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. And you are also going to have the whole contracts thing, which is the earlier games where you can create your own contracts and and then have people come play it and share and you can share it with people and all that. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's a strange new approach to AAA yeah. AAA games. Very strange. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it actually pans out in the end. Yep. And then yes. they they showed some more Tomb Raider stuff, and they also announced like if you played Hitman Go, which you should because it's a fantastic game on iOS and Android, and I believe it's on Windows Phone for no one who's listening. <laughs> uh, they announced Lara Croft Go, which I don't know how it's going to work. Also on Steam, Hitman Go. No, not no. PC. No, it's mobile only. Yeah, but yeah. So Lara Croft Go, that just. Sounds like an incomplete sentence, but do continue. <laughs> <laughs> so Lara Croft Go, like they've brought the same minimalist and fantastic art design of Hitman Go to the Lara Croft franchise. They didn't show gameplay though. It's it's going to be turn based, but I believe it's going to be solving puzzles yeah. as in Tomb Raider. But it's going to be on a turn based thing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out because the people making that they know their thing. So it also seems to have some, some sort of platforming in the in the trailer. I don't yeah, know how they, that'll work in a turn based. Yeah, so like they just announced it and yeah. they said it's coming to iOS and Android. So we'll see how that is when it comes yeah. out. We yeah. clearly didn't ask for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, of which... No, before we go there, damn, I'm going to cut you off. Before <laughs> we go there, uh, Square also showed the same Final Fantasy VII remake trailer again. And after this, they said something very interesting. The PC port of Final Fantasy VII is coming to PS4 still and it's coming to iOS as well. Which is kind of expected. Yeah, because they need money. So, it's uh, going to literally print money for them yeah, on it iOS. It's, it's out uh, this summer. So, they're going to have the PS4, like a, the port of the original game on PS4 and then they're going to have so the So, here's, let, let me explain this to you. Yes. Final Fantasy VII exists on PS1. Sure. It exists as a PS1 classic on Vita, PSP and PS3. It got ported to PS to PC a while ago. Yep. Which changes are, are the same. With game. just like Wait. graphical improvements to character minor, models. M- minor edit there. Uh, it, it also released on PC back in 98. Okay. With IDOS as a publisher at that Yeah. Okay. And now, it, and then it got re-released on Steam a couple of years back. Like two, three years ago. Yeah. yeah. And that version was being ported to PS4, which is what everyone got pissed off about. Yeah. It's still being ported to PS4 when parallel with the remake. And this year, and that, coming yeah, this year. Yeah, it's coming this year in winter. It was supposed yeah, to be summer. Yeah, yeah. Instead of that, it's coming to iOS in summer and it'll probably come to Android a few months later. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. people are going to buy it like me. So, yeah, so that, they announced still that. going to buy it. Yeah, and they also announced a Kingdom Hearts mobile game, which looked a little weird. But to we, me. Because it's actually a port of a browser game. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Yeah. Man. We clearly did not ask. And they this. finally, yes, here you can talk about DSX now. <laughs> yeah, DSX Mankind Divided showed up and... Um, I don't know, man. Taylor had some stream rate issues. I'm actually, oh, was it my stream? So here's the thing. I mean, uh, they came on stage. They explained a lot more about the game plot. Uh, Adam Jensen works for an for an international anti. He's going against the Illuminati. Yeah, <laughs> anti-terrorist organization, and he he's working also. He's working as a double agent against people in the shadows, known as the Illuminati. Cue your memes, people. But point is, it's it seems to be plot-wise. I don't think there's going to be too much of a problem. They did a really good job with Human Revolution. But what worries me is that uh, so the game is is usually uh, the Deus Ex games were on Unreal. This time around, they're going with their own proprietary tech called Dawn Engine, called the Dawn Engine, which is based on the tech which IO use for Hitman games. Mm-hmm. It's based on the glacier, glacier tech they use. Yeah. So yes, it's a very powerful engine. It scales surprisingly well. But uh, what we saw was was a, 
had a lot of jaggies a uh, few frame rate drops and it honestly yeah. didn't look as good as it should have for a next gen dsx exactly. title like i usually don't care about graphics and such like i play dsx human revolution this didn't impress me as it should have like i expected yeah. uh, you know when you look at gta 5 on last gen and current gen yeah. or even last year and pc forget current yeah. gen you'll see the difference this didn't look But even remotely show gameplay at the Square Enix press conference. Ah, uh, they had some gameplay footage. They, they had, had very little, very little in between. So they they interspersed it with some CG footage, uh-huh. and whatever they showed in between of gunplay looked very underwhelming, which is amusing because at the PC conference the footage was a lot better. Oh, so I don't know what's going so on. So like, uh, and the PC one is being done by Hex Drive, right? Nexus. Or Nexus. Yeah. Nexus, sorry. Nexus. While the console ones are still being done by IDOS and yeah. all, so I don't know. It's a little concerning using your own engine and stuff. I mean, the game is still coming out in two thousand sixteen as such, but yeah. a little concerned about it right now. It has Same. too much to live up to, and from what they showed, a little yeah, like yeah, not happy. It's it's, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think they'll pull through because the studios the studio has a reputation for you know not screwing around with this franchise. So let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's how Square Enix ended, and that's how E3 ended for me, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for me too. Oh, okay. I'll wrap up PC gaming really quickly. But first, what did you think? My highs, lows, score. Uh, highs. Well, Final Fantasy VII on iOS because like I'll buy that shit anywhere. It comes out part of the problem. Near for sure. Mm. Lara Croft Go as well. Those are the three highlights for me. Just cause three, I'll probably play it and get impressed by it, but not really. I don't really care about it. Even though most of it is vaporware, still fucking nine on ten, dude. <laughs> you are a part of the problem. Yeah, dude, nine on ten will buy. <laughs> Sam, so for me it was just cause and Hitman. Okay. And they were really strong, so for so I'd give it a seven because nothing else really impressed. Me. Okay. Yeah. Well, for me, I kind of agree. Just cause three was fantastic, and okay. at least that has a release date. Most important <laughs> people. And Hitman also has a release date. Yeah, but with Hitman, I'm not sure if it's single player or not. So I mean, in what form? Yeah. So I'm a little iffy about that, but. I mean, it had a release date. That's important, people. Don't believe the hype. Wait for a damn release date. You're doing it wrong. So yeah, that was great. Um, uh, and honestly, aside from that, uh, near producer for the win, dude. Like, <laughs> but all said and done, yeah, I'd go with a six. I mean, yeah, give me more release dates. So. Six. So yeah, that's the end of the console part because there was a PC three conference for the which, first time, yes. which I didn't watch. Which neither did I. Okay, guys. Three so, hours of PC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what happened was they were supposed so the PC gaming show was uh, AMD Xbox AMD Xbox yes Xbox is a th- is a thing on PC it seems uh, and uh, PC Gamer magazine and a few other people came together and thought hey you know what there's this thing called PC it has a lot of people let's make a let's let's do an event for them. Um, the, the they had some interesting announcements. Phil Spencer announced the uh, Gears of War for PC, which is a remake of the of the earlier oh, game as well. And it's coming on Windows Ten yeah, only, which is basically yes, Windows Ten. So only. it's not going to be on Steam; it'll be yes. in their own store. Yes. So like, don't get too excited. So that was one thing. Uh, and more importantly, yeah, they mentioned 4K, DirectX 12, all the lovely tick boxes PC gamers are looking for. So the the thing uh, is, Killer Instinct. Yes, yeah, Killer Instinct is coming, and there's crossplay as well. Killer Instinct, he claims crossplay, crossplay as well, and it's free to play. Which is same as that. Yeah, it's probably going to be another game in the Microsoft Store on yes. Windows 10 because that's the only way you yeah. can have crossplay between Xbox yeah. and. Yeah, along with that, there's also going to be Fable Legends, which looks really nice based on Unreal Engine. Okay. And there's Gigantic as well, uh, which is basically their take on MOBAs. It looks like League of Legends meets Pixar. It seems very interesting. Okay. Uh, and uh, so they had 
those those are essentially coming to PC from Microsoft. Uh, what what is really heartening is that Phil Spencer actually acknowledged the fact that Microsoft has screwed up on PC before. So will they be able to do a vault face? Will we see more cool stuff from Microsoft? Well, I think this PC? is all just PR for pre-launch of Windows 10. Exactly. Like, like, once it launches, they're gonna not give a shit about gaming all over again. And like they're saying they've screwed up, and yet they are trying to focus on their own platform. Micro, I mean, their own store. Yeah. If they really care about PC gaming, the shit would be on Steam. No, yeah. uh, more importantly, if you really care about PC gaming, bring your premier franchises. Where's Forza? Where's Forza on PC? It's never. Where's Halo on PC? Yeah. And the the day you do that, with maybe with Steam, and why are the third parties going to be on Windows Store? Exactly. They're so going to be on Steam, they're going to be yeah, so exactly. Play. So so it's it, yeah. Sam's right. This is probably just like hyping up Windows yeah. 10 to make people upgrade because oh my god, you get Gears of War. Yeah. Like if you had it on what Vista or something. Yeah, before. but the point is, I mean, let's face it. Gears of, I mean, uh, Windows 10 is essentially free for most PC users if you bought an original copy. So I don't know what the deal is, man. I so that's not most PC users. <laughs> Such hate. Such hate. So yeah, that was there, and then uh, No Man's Sky was showed up again. It's Which like, is coming to PC day one. Yeah, PC day one as, as console. But uh, like, let's see if it shows up in our generation. Yeah, honestly. exactly. Yeah. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we had Hitman and uh, Deus Ex made an appearance as well. Talking, both of them were focused on talking up the, the tech behind the games, which is uh, you know kind of made sense. I think 4K was a theme across the whole. Yeah, thing, 4K right? was a theme across the whole thing. Uh, they, 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 there was rarely a sign of uh, of them, you know, tooting their own horn in terms of uh, exclusive this or exclusive that. It was just focused on games, focused on tech. Uh, Bohemia Interactive had a few announcements of their own. They announced... They the, were a sponsor for the event. Yes, they were one of the sponsors yeah. for the event. That's the, uh, they announced that Daisy will finally leave beta, which is apparently a big deal for a lot of you people. No, it's leaving alpha. It's becoming beta yeah. now. Sorry, <laughs> leaving my bad. My bad. Leaving alpha. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. yes. After one and a half year. Wow. Yes. Yeah. This and is why like, I said they're yeah. bringing cancer to Xbox. Avoid. Yeah. So, that's there. And they're only working on the new game while yeah. it's still in beta. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's how and, it is now. Uh, they were. They also talked about... Uh, and then we had the guys from Tripwire who made uh, Killing Floor. Okay. So, the, they... they, they uh, uh, they spent uh, uh, they spent a bit of time talking about how Killing Floor Two, which is an early access, is getting some new cool features. Which is like, yeah, I mean, again, early access, like Mike said. I don't know. Like the the thing is, like I haven't watched it, but from yeah. what I read, it seemed heavily focused on, like, okay, here's the tech, here early access games, and here's yeah. stuff which is coming there, which is going to look remotely better. Yeah. The only actual exclusive announcements I'd say would be Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard, which was really cool. So, uh, the thing is, if, you, uh, if you're a fan of StarCraft or not, either way, you get to play uh, prologue missions for StarCraft leg- uh, StarCraft 2 Legacy of the Void for free, which is a, which is a big deal in my okay. opinion. Because, uh, let's be honest, Blizzard games aren't cheap. They, they, they're like for uh, more, more than cheap they're not easily available yeah like yet. you need to buy them with a credit card yeah. through battle.net which is which they is, don't show up in yeah. stores over here so the fact that they're making prologue missions free off, a, off, a, off this well loved RTS makes it easier for people to get to, to check the game out so uh, that was one really cool announcement from them and then they, they focused on Heroes of the yes. Storm where, which is getting this huge Diablo themed expansion as they call it but it's and it actually is like just part by part content being released in the yeah. form of a new map and new heroes which is like the monk from Diablo and with the, no name and the Skeleton King yeah King and the Skeleton King gonna show up and they already added uh, uh, Joanna yeah in the last patch which they had so they from World of Warcraft no, from Diablo. Ah, my bad. So in the in like between three to four weeks, they're gonna add new heroes yep. to the game, and also they did that. Did they? Did they show XCOM though? No, they didn't. Surprisingly, yeah, like no this was XCOM. like a huge, a huge thing for PC that oh, we got XCOM yeah. to exclusive. I thought it would show up there in was some no form. XCOM. So that was that was in fact one of the weird things. No XCOM at all. But uh, yeah, dirt rally, na. Uh, no dirt rally, rally either. 
Really? No doubt I thought, Valley. I thought I read about it. Nope. This is an AMD game. It made sense. Nope. In fact, AMD spent uh, spent quite a bit of time on on stage. Richard yeah. Hardy was talking of what uh, AMD is doing in gaming. AMD's own CEO, CEO Lisa Su also was on on stage talking of how they're doing in gaming as well. And what they they re-announced their cards because they had an earlier event to this at E3 where where they launched video cards. So they talked about that. They showed off a couple of uh, they showed off a new small form factor kind of PC called the AMD Quantum, whatever that is. Okay. So they had that. But uh, what was really but to me the standout announcement was actual gameplay footage from this Kickstarter game called Strafe. Strafe is essentially uh, is an homage to Doom to Quake, cool twitchy shooter, uh, but with procedural environments. So no two gameplay uh, gameplay sessions are the okay. same. And uh, it had what, first person. First person. It looked really cool. It had nice pixelated graphics. I was one of the few people who backed it, so uh, it was nice to see that you know there is footage and it exists. Uh, then the, then I mean another Kickstarter game was also there, which was uh, Pillars of Eternity. Obsidian was was on stage. Yeah. They talked about they, they showed a trailer for a new expansion, which is coming with Paradox and not through yes, Kickstarter. Yes, that is that is what's interesting. They didn't uh, uh, it, they're not going through Kickstarter for the expansion to Pillars of Eternity, which was on Kickstarter. They're going through a publisher, so it's, it's kind like, of like uh, the pa- circle of life of development. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I don't know, now that they've got a publisher, I have a strong feeling Pillars are going to come to console at some point. Oh, like, it'll have to. It'll have to. Yeah, they'll probably wait for this expansion to come out and do a packaged enhanced edition yep. like Divinity gets yep. at the end yep. of the year. Yep. Was there anything else of note? Oh, uh, yeah. Surprisingly, the next, we, we saw what's coming out from Frontier Developments, the guys behind Elite Dangerous. Okay. The next game is going to be a kind of a spiritual successor to the Roller Rollercoaster Tycoon series. Okay. It's called Planet Coaster. Okay. They had a trailer, which is basically no gameplay, but just prop, but it gave you an idea of what to expect. Where you manage your, your own theme park and stuff. That, that's yeah. It seemed really interesting. Uh, the, the company has expertise in these. They've, they, they've done roller coaster tycoon games before. And they've also done Scream Ride on the Xbox One and Xbox 360, which is pretty fun if you like that kind of game. Okay. So, all in all, to be honest, it was more like it seemed more like a conference based on appeasement more than actual tangible and it went on longer than yes. any of the other conferences right yeah. so three and a half three, hours around three three and a half hours yeah so it, but but the fact of the matter is that it's a start it's about time someone did something for pc uh and yes like like there were some notable emissions no xcom no dirt all right heck the no intel, nvidia no intel or no nvidia was there actually oh they were <laughs> in, in the most sly form really? possible in the most sly form possible there was a game uh, which is showcased called dirty bomb dirty bomb is a oh, yeah, I'm, I'm downloading it right yes. now yeah. so it's a it's a squad based uh, uh, free to play shooter made by splash damage yeah. splash damage were responsible for enemy territory wolfenstein quake wars and a bunch of high, uh, and even arkham origins did they also multiplayer. do that did they also do uh, that Bethesda yes Bethesda yes uh, I forget the name I know the game you're one talking word about. game yes Brink Brink Brink, Brink. Yeah, yeah so they made Brink was as well Bethesda, Bethesda yeah, right? uh, yes it was for yeah. Bethesda so they did a bunch they've done a bunch of games for other uh, publishers over the years okay. and they were, and for them Dirty Bomb is, is their own IP that they finally own mm-hmm. uh, and uh, what was interesting is yeah the entire gameplay for it was, was essentially CG but the last uh, screen had uh, an NVIDIA logo so NVIDIA <laughs> in one form or another but yeah, but yeah there was no Valve no valve. No valve. No, no pirate bay. Hate. <laughs> but yeah, it, 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 it was a start. To me, it was a start. So, yeah, hopefully they learned. But they had a good host. Oh, yeah, a very good host. Probably the best host. Yeah, he, he cast Starcraft yeah. and he streams Hearthstone yeah. and Heroes very often. I follow yeah. him. So, really, I'm, I'm kind of sad for missing that out because he's pretty yeah. good. That, so, so, you know, it is an interesting medley. I mean, yeah, a little more appeasement than actual stuff this year. Probably give it... Uh, 
Like, I don't know, man, where I'm concerned, my rating for this is in early access. Screw you, PC gamers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah that's, that's E3 2015. Yeah, yeah, now we have some questions from people on Facebook. Yeah, so the first is from Arujoy on Twitter. Exclusive like uh, Killer Instinct and Gears are coming to PC. But why buy Xbox when it'll inevitably come to PC? Where does Xbox stand now? Good question, man. Very good question. Um, Sam, you want to take this? Yeah, yeah, I think we are going to see all the the second and third tier Xbox games come to PC. And are going to see the the really the really big the big games like Forza and Halo show up on on PC. So I think this is not going to affect Xbox's really big games at all. I don't think it's going to affect Xbox that much at all because like they are trying, like Rishi said, appeasement of PC gamers. Yeah. This is just like okay, we're throwing you a small bone and all that. Yeah. But you're not going to like the games are coming out late. Gears has already been on PC, so it's not that big a draw because mm. you could already play it at 1080, yeah. right? Yeah. So like remaster doesn't make a difference. Like Namco tried that with Dark Souls 2 and it failed. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to make so much of a difference until Forza and or Halo show up. I kind of agree with that. Unless my, if Microsoft's really serious, they'd actually be more inclusive in their approach. I mean, let's be honest, whatever they announce, we'll need you to have Windows 10, we'll need you to use the Xbox Marketplace on PC. Yeah, and you're not going to get your stuff on Steam, so you can't play with yeah. other people on Steam, you're going to, I don't know, it's like, don't expect Although, too much from yeah. it. They did have a, a DX12 demo of Forza a while back. Agreed, agreed. But I don't know if that was just a tech demo, or they actually so, planned to... I don't know, I, I mean, to be honest, if I was a gamer, and I had to decide between either platform, be, uh, Xbox or PC, i just go with the platform that has more games I'm comfortable with. Simple as that. I wouldn't base it on anything that was being shown, to be very honest with you. Go with the games you like. Yeah. Not the platform. And why no PS4 price drop or 1TV model? Probably coming soon. I don't think they can afford to hold out till the holidays. Then we had Hema Sudarshan on Twitter asking, do you see a scenario where the PS4 or maybe the next one being a backward compatible console? Well, uh, considering that, you know, Jim Ryan did say that the console, that the PS4 is not going to be backward compatible, kind of puts a nail in the coffin for that. As for the next console... It probably will. Maybe. But but it's but, too far ahead. Yeah, but, it's like we're looking at least five years more. But here's here's the elephant in the room. You have something called PlayStation Now. And Sony is is looking into the opportunities of bringing that to more markets. It's a yeah, game streaming like service. For, for people who actually have super fast internet connections like 50 MBPS, yeah. it works really well from whoever I've spoken to, but then you still don't own your games and exactly. all. But yeah, they're still pushing that. So until that fails, I don't think they're going to be exactly. any money thrown into exactly. backward compatibility. Yeah. And Yeshu Dev on Facebook says, why is the Taken King so overpriced? Like I said, you're basically doing a monthly subscription yeah. Down payment early. Yeah. So that's why new players will get all of them together for $60, but you're still paying $40. Yeah. They're rewarding your commitment to the franchise by paying yeah. more. <laughs> TLDR because Activision. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. yeah. Then we had Nico Prabha on Facebook. First question. Uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider was a timed exclusive. So PS gamers must wait for uh, must wait for how many months? I'd say at least six months. With PC, it'll launch probably both at the same time. Yeah, yeah, I think six months is the minimum. Yeah, they're not going to... Like, they're marketing it to everywhere now, yeah. so... I don't know. I'd probably stick my neck out and say that it might go a little longer, I'd say a year. If you can hold off for a year, great. I think Square is not going to want to wait that long because people will lose interest for the game in that Agreed, much time. agreed. But uh, I still think a year because at the end of the day, it's... it's I think six months is enough for Xbox to make their money. True, that's there. That, that's one way of looking at it. But I'm looking at it from a purely selfish standpoint that, hey, if you decided to be money-hatted, be money-hatted for a longer period of time. And he also asked, Ultimate Edition of Gears comes with all three Gears games or only the first one? It's only the first one as of now. Yeah. 
and it includes multiplayer of gears for beta or something yep, i don't even yep. remember anymore yeah. so that then we have yeah then sahaj porwal on facebook asks is any one of you in the xbox one preview program yes i am i don't have an xbox one i was but i had to disable it because it was it was causing some issues with uh, one of the games that i was reviewing so yeah. i'm i'm on the preview program uh, i haven't had any issues if you need if you have any questions i i mean yeah let me know more than happy to help out then the last question is from alpha 17 on the forums which is discuss the new tax thing okay so this is deeply related but long story short indians will have to declare all their digital purchases made to a non indian entity in non indian resident i don't know like not yeah basically non indian entity apparently now it's people are saying you can spend if you are less than 30k in a transaction you're okay and if it's less than 2 and a half lakhs in the whole year you're okay but like we still need more clarification from accountants yeah, so before we say but like if this actually goes through you have to declare every digital purchase you made when you file your tax that's yes and that's scheme yes. that that's everything that's itunes, iTunes. 12 rupees song like i have to file it like it's bullshit yeah, so, so yeah. point is the uh, we still need more details on amazon stuff everything yeah, everything exactly. so so we still need more details before we can you even like my web, the ivg hosting fees yeah, yeah like so, so basically yeah. like i don't think it should really make a difference because until it comes in the papers and people go full retard right now it's just twitter and twitter outrages about anything so maybe uh, maybe you continue with your steam sales and stuff but yeah <laughs> yeah and i think with that we are done for the year probably <laughs> so no, yeah till next week till next back. week yes we'll yeah. be back this is the end of the e3 podcast if you've listened so far thank you very much <laughs> achievement unlocked 10000 gamer score right there coming 2016 bye <laughs> bye so yeah